Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit Powered by Lift Aviation. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And we are just living life. <laughs> I never know what to say on those intros. <laughs> you know what? You're killing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just living life. We're just living life. That Dude, so bu- that would be a good bumper sticker. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna get my IFR rating. I don't know if I told I love you. Love it. So, so are you? Um, are you gonna start training in uh, uh, Chris's three thirty SC or who's? Oh, <laughs> Chris Megan's. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's epic! Get- the guy flying through layers. <laughs> that guy flew. He had that one video of him flying through like a legit. Like a bad weather rain approach in a fucking 330 SE. Dude, and he made he was so calm about it too. Like I think he even had on like boat shoes, like some loafers. And it's just like another yeah. day flying. If that was me in that airplane, I can't even tell you. Like, you know, like when you get so scared you can't even scream. Like it's just like <laughs> nothing comes out. That would be me. I would just be screaming or or just being like, oh, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, I yeah. don't want to die. Right? Yeah, but it was just uh, like, oh, no big deal. Got my uh, Sperry's on. Just going <laughs> to shoot an approach. My Nauticas. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm not getting my eye. So I made a, a bet with myself. It's probably the, um, I don't know if it's the right thing or wrong thing, but I think it would work for me. I'm not a great test taker. And I know I got to obviously do the written. So. I ended up going with um, Shepherd Air, the written prep. Um, really, really cool. Highly, and, highly recommend Shepherd Air. Yeah, I, in fact, that's why I'm like two minutes late right now because uh, I was finishing up the uh, one of the categories of it. Anyway, isn't so it I the wanna, shit, dude? Oh my god! And I'm not a good look. I'm not a good uh, student when it comes to you know um, like in classroom type stuff and reading. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> not good at learning <laughs> so um or like retaining information but i um i'll report back next week i literally just sat down like a half an hour before this and and started doing the first uh uh st- it's very specific and gives you a lot of directions on what to do it's good anyway so i wanted to what i was saying is um i want to pass the written before i start doing the in-flight training which is probably dumb but yeah. it will force me to pass the written. Otherwise, I'll just I will procrastinate that till I don't know. It will probably hold me up from taking the uh, check ride. I think it's pretty widely known now that the te- the written test has little bearing on your knowledge of the rating you're receiving. You know what I mean? I don't know, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, and the listeners can chime in. I mean, I've been an instructor a long time. I've never, I've always separated the rating from the written because the written lots of times doesn't have relevant questions and that this may have changed, but you know, I mean, I remember doing my instrument rating and taking the test and 
there, there was questions on there on, on stuff that hadn't been used in decades, like navigational stuff that like is literally out of service and not in use. And it's like, how am I supposed to know this crap? Why am yeah. I supposed to know this crap? And so I've always, I've always taught people like, you know what, dude, do shepherd air, get the test out of the way. Don't think too much of it. And then hit the books and really understand the rating you're taking, especially with yeah. IFR, you know, cause there's really a, uh, uh, you know, now this is like fly cool shit IFR edition, but there's like, you know, a practical way of flying IFR. And then there's a lot of book and knowledge stuff that, uh, you, you got to know, but there's, it's, it's different than a private man. It's different than the commercial. It's really, it's, it's a hard rating to get, man. It's a hard yeah. rating to get. I'm scared, but you know, seeing Chris Macon shooting an, an inverted ILS, um, gives me a little bit of a, you know, <laughs> a courage to keep going for it and just so fly when, a, a when normal do you, Cessna. <laughs> when do you, um, convert your 330? Um, it just—it sounds so ridiculous, but it's possible. Um, That's because it is fucking ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not hating it at all, but it's ridiculous, dude. It's I wish. Ridiculous. I wish. Like, does he? I bet you he can't even walk through the door of his house. Not because his head, because his balls are so big that like he has <laughs> to like use the, like he has barn doors. For it's like, oh, that's Chris Megan's house. Oh, why does he have barn doors? Oh, because he flies IFR in a three thirty SC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you mention selling that house? And um, you know, <laughs> so why is there barn doors to go to the bathroom? Oh, the previous <laughs> owner had just massive balls. He, yeah, you're not going to know this because you're not a pilot, but he flew a 330 SC IFR calmly. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'd be like my. I picture Chris because a lot of people probably don't know what the hell we're talking about. Basically, the gist is that there was a, a helmet cam, like a point of view cam. That was somebody flying an SC, uh, a single place extra, um, in weather. And, you know, a lot of people out there probably do it every day and it's not a big deal, but to us, it's a huge deal. But, you know, how I picture Chris Megan in a whole scene is besides having the, the Sperry's, like on one hand, he's probably got like a lobster roll, very Nantuckety, you know, because he's down in, you know, nice uh, beachy town. So lobster roll. Yeah. He's probably got one of those hats. Remember from. Caddyshack, where Judge Smales is in the uh, the the um, the pro shop, and yes. and Rodney Dangerfield's going like, "Oh, box of naked lady tees." Oh, and he's like, "Oh, this is the worst looking hat I've ever seen." I guess yeah, <laughs> I get a looks good bullets. on you though. <laughs> and then yeah, I picture, he's like wearing that white hat, lobster roll, and a corn pipe, shooting Nihilus approaching an SC. That's how my mind works. I don't know if anybody else yeah. can agree with that. I don't know. What, is that what you were thinking? I, I I'm 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 fully on board. I'm fully on board with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, that's cool, dude. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, and uh, because you know all the cross country flying we do, you know, it, just make so cliche. But like, I, I want to be a safer pilot. It's good, dude. Yeah, it makes you think. It really does make you think. It, you know, yeah. it makes you. I mean, understanding weather and understanding what's going on makes you a better pilot. And then, like, you know, you you might get into those situations where, like, you can, you know, request special VFR and get out of a situation where you're, like, maybe normally wouldn't have. And um, Yeah. You know, we have I, I, I may or may not admit to uh, very accomplished airshow pilots uh, telling me that <laughs> they do things. They do things that are less than... Uh, 
No. <laughs> I'll be up and up when it, when it comes to weather. <laughs> in, the, in the past 60 years of airshow pilots, there has never been one pilot that's had to do anything illegal IFR-wise to get to an airshow. That has never happened. So Never happened. Never, never happened. Ever. We have to get Chris Megan on the podcast. I just thought about that now. With like that would this be IFR. so much fun. Like, oh my God. And he's no, such I, a cool guy. I, actually, I love him to death. I, what is he doing? Is he going for the advanced team? Um, I don't know. I I mean, he got the SC. I he was at a camp with me, and um, he's uh, uh, able to win. You know, he's a very good pilot. Um, in in advanced, and um, I don't I don't know. I mean, he was supposed to go to nationals. Him and Sean, and then I think he had a prop strike or something, and that stopped oh, him bummer. from going. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't. You know what his deal is lately? Uh, probably work like everybody else. And COVID is just such an asshole, you know, yeah. really screwing things up. But um, you know, he's a he's a he's an airline pilot by trade, so he does the uh, forget where he flies into. I think he goes like um, I guess Miami, uh, Miami to Europe or something like that. I think. Yeah, because I think he flies for American. If I remember yeah. correctly, I might be wrong on that. Yeah. He's got such a good, a good radio voice. He's got a great radio voice. Really? Oh, God. Commands. Commands respect and attention. Yeah, like, don't let me down, son, type of thing. He, he's like <laughs> Speaking he's of- like that coach from uh, Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's like, don't want to let him down. Movie. Great show. It's a good movie. Um, I like that guy. Uh uh, that dude from, uh, do you ever see him? Uh, he's the dude from, uh, oh my God, we're getting off on tangents here. We need to get Wolf back to Wall Street, but, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. And then, uh, do you ever watch that show on Netflix? It was really good. Uh, it was about that family. Fuck. Uh, oh, um, the, in Boston Blood, bloodline. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. But he dies really, right away. He, he's no, he doesn't. His brother does. Uh... Maybe it's not bloodline. It's one of the, we're like, they're in Florida. It, his he oh I'm thinking time. of a different show I'm talking about the new the new one where he's like a um he works within like the uh, the police or whatever and but he's like inside on the precincts you know with the prisons oh like the yeah 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 I haven't seen that yeah he plays basically the same role in every fucking movie but he's good at it he's good at it he's like the Mark Ruffalo of good actors <laughs> that's fair that's fair. Um, um, can I tell you two things right now that I'm upset about? Uh, one, I just realized that my mic is on AirPods, so I probably don't sound as glorious as I should, but this will get fixed when we have our guest on here in a, in a little bit. Um, but two, um, I have a little bit of a story and th- dude, we have so much to get into. I, we shouldn't even have a guest on tonight. We should put this fucking guest on ice till next yeah. week, but we're not because he's awesome. And let's, I let's play wait. the game, like the tele, the teleprompter, not teleprompter, the, telemarketer game you ever play that game where like they call you and they're like hi i'm you know i'm and you fuck with them. jose so my game with them is like i always see how long they'll stay in the line i'll be like hey like i'm actually not the homeowner but he's in the he's upstairs like i'll go get him and then i wait like a couple <laughs> minutes and then i come back i'm like hey like i told him but you know he just he told me he wants to talk to you you just gotta you mind waiting and he'll be like yeah sure so <laughs> And then, like, the excuses just get so ridiculous. And, like, after, like, 10 minutes, you're like, hey, he's um, he's cleaning his hamster. Um, 
he'll be <laughs> down in like two minutes. Usually it only takes like a minute to clean his hamster, but he'll be right there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, well, we can yeah, do the same well, with our guests. No, no, I, I'm looking forward to having him on. This will be a lot of fun because uh, we get to talk. Not, it's you know, it's not often that we have, you know, all of us are extra owners in our own right, and we're just going to talk a bunch about extras. But before we do that, speaking of extras, I got I, I flew the extra twice today. I think <sighs> you flew today too, but uh, or maybe you didn't. Um, I didn't. Oh man. Yeah, we That's had rain. Yeah, we had rainstorms come up, and then my freaking kid had to get picked up from camp. And it was like just enough time for me to have to wait around like an extra twenty minutes and not fly when the weather broke. Oh, bummer. Yeah. So well, I uh, I just came back from Carmel. Uh, <sighs> humble bra- hashtag humble brag. Um, I love that place. You should I, move there. We're going. To, we're going to buy a place there for sure. I, I fucking love it there. I I would live there right now and then just commute to San Francisco to go fly for sure. I love it there. Um, and uh, we went to the pool yesterday, and uh, I was like, you know, I want to get a little tan, get a little sun. And I lay out and I don't put sunscreen on and I got so sunburned and you like your, dude, airplane? I'm like, put, I'm putting this shirt. <laughs> I literally look as purple as my fucking airplane. And I'm <laughs> dude, I'm like putting my shirt on today. I'm like, Oh, this is going to hurt. And then I, I'm like, I wonder how bad it's going to hurt putting a shoot on and oh, strapping in. And I got to tell you, it hurts as much as you think it would hurt. If you're thinking right now, oh, that sounds like it's going to hurt. Oh, it hurts. This sounds, that sounds like a good segue for you to start promoting why the, uh, what's that parachute you use? Summit. Why summits are better than other shoots when you have sunburn. <laughs> that would have been perfect. I will say they are, they, they probably are better given their strap design. Because <laughs> my legs, my thighs were not sunburned. So like having the brunt of the, support from the parachute or you know like the, the securing of the parachute be on the thigh yeah was better like having a like a softy um acro harness maybe going across the chest that would have been that would have been honestly worse yeah for sure in but, fact uh, yeah, um, it was not fun. our um our male correspondent who gives the uh you know our, our whatever we named adam gave us a uh i had him uh review something for us whether he agrees that he did or not um I asked him to review the MXS and he said it was good. <laughs> hey man, uh, you know, you got a lot of time in this airplane and, uh, you know, um, <laughs> I just snorted. What, can you give a detailed, can you give a detailed breakdown on, uh, you know, uh, what you think it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> good. It's, it, it, I, I, I like it. Good. Moving on. <laughs> All right. And that's our time. I can't wait to what he's going to review for next week. Any uh, questions that you want us to ask him to review, please submit. Yes. And, uh, you know, in fact, this is a new segment, guys, called Adam Messenheimer's Review mm-hmm. Corner. And yep. uh, <laughs> just give us stuff to ask Adam next on next uh, podcast, podcast to review. And uh, we'll ask him. Oh, God. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be Adam- aviation related. Can you give us? Can you give us the breakdown on the current global climate and uh, inflation prices? It's bad. It's bad. Bad. <laughs> Love you, Adam. We're just fucking with you. That was oh, so that funny. Was that was a great, great episode, by the way. Uh, that we was. got a lot of great feedback on that too. Um, everybody really enjoyed that episode. I, I, I had a freaking blast, man. Adam's the shit, man. No, especially fun. towards the end. I, the, the closing on that episode was good. 
I actually got it's a, so um, I hate saying it because it's a little negative feedback, but I got a little negative feedback. Let's hear um, it. it wasn't, feedback's good. It wasn't directed at us though. It was directed at our, I guess he's our, the, we can name, you know, while we're giving away titles on the show, uh, the FCS DPE, that should be Dumovic's name, DPE, but we got to oh, think good. of, we got to think of something else for the DPE initials. That isn't what it's meant to be. Like something funny, but yeah. um, this particular person, um, whatchamacallit, he or she um, does not ever want to take a check ride with Dumovic. Just because, because of the tricks that he throws at, his, at people, getting them all distracted on purpose, and then, and then failing them on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's funny to laugh. I wouldn't want to be the student or the, the, the person taking the check ride, but like, that's just like, bravo, Dumovic. Like, just throwing people off their game and then being like, ah, gotcha, fail. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Oh man, but uh, but yeah. So I gotta admit, I, I don't know that I want to take a check ride with him either. He sounds he sounds hardcore. He is hardcore. So He's, he sounds hardcore. I yeah. am uh, when I go for my IFR ticket. I am not calling spread aviation for my check ride. It's probably smart, <laughs> you know. Or I'm just gonna show up with a bag of money, and if he takes it, he takes it. If he doesn't, then I, you know, I save money. Shit. Shouldn't they all take bribes? You know, kind of is a bribe for what they charge. Yeah, I wanna, you know. what do what did, did we ask him what he charged? I, dude, I remember I used to pay five hundred, and that was way back. In the, I bet it's a thousand now. I think a private right now, just for a private, is eight eight or nine hundred. I think in New York. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll be a DPE. Can you imagine me as a DPE? That'd be sick, dude. Oh. Dude, you, you can make the website B, BDE DPE Big Dick Energy. Oh, BDE, DPE. Yeah. And then just like book people and just be like, you know what? How how much do you like Carbone? And they're like, yeah, you know, I love it. It's a fucking fail. Fail. Yeah. Yeah, Do you like like Polish people? Yeah, they're right. Fail. (laughs) Do you like Polacks? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you talk about distracting. I would see like if I was a DPE, I'd try to show up and like, because I hate taking tests. So I'd want to like give back to the community and make it like easier for people, which in turn would probably make it harder for them because I'd show up with like, you know, disguise glasses with the big nose and the fake mustache, you know, like the thing you buy in a dollar yeah. store. I'd show up yeah. with that or like a hat with propeller on the top or like, <laughs> you know, like a shirt that's got like, you know, like just like, so like a sectional t-shirt and pants like match. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it. God. <laughs> like spicy rigatoni, maybe. Well, <laughs> guess you're gonna go try it out early. <laughs> Fail. Oh man, I love it. I love it. All right, we'll continue this talk at another another date. <laughs> how Should do we, we go uh, from like Adam's reviews to spicy rigatoni? That's how good we are. You That's- know, we're just one. It's just like one stoner thought after another. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and neither of us are stoners. That's the weird part. Oh man. Well it's good. it's good stuff. Yeah, you can't be a stoner. No. You, you I very much can't be. Class six medical, right? Something like that. <laughs> class six. <laughs> I have a I have a super top secret 
medical first <laughs> first class first platinum medical you should just go like total yeah. total millennium on them on on them and be like um what's that whole thing right now in on the news where it was like you can't with like women or men like you what is a woman and it's like you can't answer that because you're not a what are you a biologist you're not you're a biologist so you can't answer that or something like that so like <laughs> going into like like oh let me see your medical uh Mr. Pollard be like, oh, you don't even, you're not a doctor. How would you know? How would you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I thought that was going to be funnier than it was. No, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. Well, I don't think people yeah. are ready for our next guest because he's freaking awesome. And uh, I'm excited, dude. I got a lot of questions to ask him. Me too. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited. I mean, he basically represents everything I love now. Extras and lift helmets. Yeah. I'm trying to think how, yeah. how could he get it any better? Oh, and then we told, I don't even know if we should let him on because he didn't buy a pair of gloves in our soft opening. And I told him to, and I haven't seen his name on any orders coming through. So we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to break his chops about that. Guy's got a 330 SC lift helmet, whatever. And he can't spend twenty nine ninety five on a pair of gloves for us. Some like bullshit. Where's the support? Yeah, I agree. Maybe we should just shit talk him the whole time. <laughs> no, we, just we cut have him off to... every time he talks. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> oh man, not again. I love him. He's a cool guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to have him on. Let's get him. Uh, let's let's hop in the green room. We'll get our guest out. We'll get him out of the green room. And is that your fucking dog snoring again? Oh, sorry. Rosie. Okay. Are you farting over there? Both, but she is snoring. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> we'll figure it out. And, uh, we'll get, uh, we'll get Corey on. All awesome. Right, so, uh, stay tuned. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Hey guys, we're back. We have fresh out of the green room. The man, the myth, Mr. Corey Gurlis himself. Corey, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Hey, guys. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot. All right. It's been we have some We have some real hard-hitting questions for you, okay? We're coming right out of the gate hot. Okay? All right. <laughs> coming right out of the gate real hot. Real hot. How come you sold one of your lift helmets? <laughs> I kept it. I kept it for a year as a backup and never wore it, so... I just figured someone else could use it. And it went to a good home today. How much did you sell that's it good. for? $1,500. Ooh. That's not a bit. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's good for you. Yeah, I thought I, I do not know what I'd get for it. But you know, I looked and I paid 3000 for it back in 19. Yeah. Mark, are you mad or did you not? get an offer? <laughs> I am not in the market. I literally have too many. You don't. But, uh, you don't have a red helmet, do you? I don't. I don't. And I <laughs> honestly, I'm not even kidding. When when I uh, you said you put yours up on eBay, I was like, man, I kind of want the A20 comms. I could buy that, and then you know, take the A20s out and and fart around with them. And I'm like, come on, Mark, chill out. <laughs> so. Yeah, I tell you, I like yeah. the, the 
the comms I have now are so much better that that uh, Tiger A and R and the uh, CEPs really so much quieter. Nice, huh? It took you know it took a couple months to get used to plugging everything in, but once you get used to it, it is so nice. Nice. Yeah. Did you did you do the install or did lift uh, install everything? Lift lifted everything. I mean, it, they had it took them months to make this helmet, but it was worth it when I got it. It is so nice. So what is it? Quiet? Like, can you can you give us an Adams review on it? Well, you know, with the bows, the problem I have with the bows, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's nice. <laughs> there you go. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. With the bows, the problem I had in the 300L with the bows, when I do a snap roll, it would crackle. It just, it couldn't handle, you know, bows is not made to handle real loud. The light speed's a little bit better, but uh, the Tiger A&R, is never crackled and then the cep just makes it so nice and quiet oh cool man i gotta give you um i use these uh instead of using the cep you have the foam tips right i assume mm-hmm. yeah um i sent them to mark mark doesn't seem to like them um but i'm a believer in them uh it's a triple fl- flange silicone earbud that you don't have to put your fingers on or squeeze you just put it in and out and then every couple times you just put them under hot water and it takes all the earwax off of them and everything like that. I'll, I'll send you. Um, yeah, I'll try. But they work Pick great. tips. What happens? Have you, what have you ever use the- yeah. I'm using clarity a lot. Yeah. And, and when they get sweaty, yeah. they want to slide out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the other thing is, uh, you got to use the on, this is from, uh, Bobby Holly himself, the, uh, on stage, my, uh, on, what do they call it, Mark on stage monitors, the monitors. Yeah. In-ear monitors, in-ear monitors instead of yeah. this EP. I saw those when we were at Union City. He had those, and I was looking at them. They look pretty cool. Oh, they're so much more comfortable, dude. Because the uh, the wire I goes. Them. I actually think I think the CEP is more comfortable. Yeah, but that wire goes down your ear, and then when you like, after a while, it irritates your ear, like where, you know, by your earlobe. Mine, I mine any, I okay. Have any trouble. I don't have any trouble. The only time it mine's uncomfortable is when I do a cross country to Sebring or something, but. Just going yeah. up for my 20, 30 minutes, it's so yeah. nice. Now, you're, you're I a found C. With the, I'm the sorry, medium Mark. tips. No, it's okay. Yeah. Um, I found like the medium tips are like kind of what I should be using. But I found that if I use those for more than a couple hours, my ears will start to hurt like a motherfucker. So like, yeah. I, I switch to the small ear tips. And I, I can fly longer with those. But um, yeah. Are you using clar- are using Clarity Aloft? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, yeah. So I use the, uh, the jet. I, use the, I wear them in the, the jet, and I can do them all day. You know, with the I think I'm using a medium, and they're really soft. Yeah, but the gray yeah. ones, the light gray. Yeah, the grays. I use the oranges, um, and I I I like the grays better. I like how they seal better, and I like the grays like on the my clarity loft by themselves. But I use the the, the gray tips sometimes, but I use the orange tips mostly on the CEPs for the helmet. Mark, it, it's are you more using a longer period? Are you using Clarity Lofts in the jet? No, I use a, um, a Bose Pro Flight too. I I did for the long longest time. I mean, I still have my Clarity Lofts. They're of course they're great you do. Headset. Hell yeah, I got it. Come hey, on, you're now. such a fancy bitch. I, I come on, but I can't, the Bose don't they mess your hair up? <laughs> they do. That is a problem. That is a problem. <laughs> four hours. Yeah, you and really you love those band on your head. Oh, that's right. You yeah. get it, though at the airlines. Well, and uh, above 18, we, we just take them off in the Airbus because it's so quiet. 
Yeah. We don't even use headsets above 18. Jeez. Sit nice. there and eat caviar and, you know, yeah. <laughs> sip uh, Virgin Vuv Cluco, you know, what other, other Airbus pilot-like stuff. Oh, my God. Well, I'm going yeah. to uh, San Diego from Nashville on Sunday. That's like a four-hour trip. That's going to be brutal. Oh, that's, that's a long haul. Yep. 40,000. Yeah, that's a long haul. We go up 40,000 feet and nonstop. Hell yeah. Yeah, how see, often do you... Do you, uh, do you see what happens? Like talking pilot. about... Dude, talking about this shit is so boring. I got to say. <sighs> God. <laughs> It is boring. We, it's a, you wanted it's pretty boring. We you have to like talk IFR the entire time. Yeah, but I want to find out if Corey flew IFR in his SC. I want to see if his balls are the same size as Chris Megan's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I went around a thunderstorm once. <laughs> oh my <laughs> That's god! The closest I get. I you know that that D three X that I've got though, man, it is amazing. You know, it's got the weather on it, radar, and. Uh, but I, yeah, I went going the clouds. Oh, stop. You definitely did. No, I went. But in emergency, <laughs> if I had to get down through a layer, up through a through a layer, it would. It, it's got autopilot. Set a vertical speed and right through. So has there ever That'd been be an nice. emergency that no, you've had to? I've, no. I've, the weather's always been. <sighs> Whatever. Amazing. Just make something up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I flipped it, inverted, and shut the aisle. <laughs> oh my god, my dog keeps coming in here. The snore? Yep. Gross. The blind, deaf dog that snores. Uh, yeah, poor thing. Poor thing. I just sent you guys the uh, triple flange thing. Yeah, they're like the sure tips. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people use them and like them. Yeah. And I like them a lot, actually. Um, just because they don't, you can clean them. You don't have to replace them. You just run them on hot water. Yeah. So I think Unless we're going to start. We're going to. Yeah, we're going to sell them on, awesome. uh, on our website too. Hell yeah. Yeah, Mister Wang, that's his real name, over in China, is uh, working on the uh, design for us because the uh, <laughs> the female end needs to be a little bit smaller. Ah, <laughs> uh, story yeah. of my life. <laughs> Oh my god. Corey, um how do I, I want to we don't ask this question often uh cuz I think it's kind of a cliche question and it's like one of those where you know we love to ask kind of I don't know obscure maybe more personal questions or more specific questions but how did you get started how did you get the aerobatic bug to then go uh move on to buying eventually buying a 300L? I started back in college in the 80s, flying to Great Lakes with a buddy. His dad had one. We used to fly that, and I just loved doing it. But then, you know, in college, then you go to the – get out of college and go to the regional airlines and all that stuff that had never mm-hmm. had any money. And then uh, in 2003, I was at uh, Sun and Fun, and I met in this met this guy named Doug Veda. <laughs> and with these really – he had a bunch of really cool airplanes. I was like, I want one of those. My condolences. <laughs> and uh, so you know, I'd see him at Sun and Fun. I'd see him at Oshkosh, and then Sun and Fun again. And I'd just keep drooling over these airplanes. You know, the first time I saw one, I told my wife, "I said, I'm going to buy one of these 300 L's." She said, "Go ahead, as long as you can pay cash." I'm like, "Ooh, that might be a problem. They're a lot of oh, money." Boy. <laughs> I like your wife already, though. <laughs> it took yeah, me that's awesome. 
2003 <laughs> to 2018 before I could buy one. And nice. uh, I've sold some real estate okay. that I had and I'm like, I have money. So that I was going to buy this 300L and there's one, <laughs> there's one in, uh, in Atlanta, a 300L. It was, uh, had the checkerboard front, red and white. And uh, this guy, there's only one for sale. And I'm like, guy said, send me a deposit. And I sent him the whole amount. <laughs> he Holy whole shit. Amount. And uh, he was going to deliver it to my airport and everything. I'll send two days before. He's like, yeah, I, I've got uh, second thoughts. I'm not going to sell it. This is my. Baby. Are you kidding me? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> you got yeah. my money. It's in your bank, and we got a signed purchase agreement. He's like, I'm sorry, I, I just can't do it. So oh my god, what so a I letdown! Go, I, I go back to the drawing board and go back, and I find this 300L, and I'm like, it's like forty thousand dollars less than the other one. Yeah. So I'm doing <laughs> it, and they send me the records, and I'm like, oh, it's got a little bit of history <laughs> some damage history but then it was fixed by southeast aero and stuff and i thought well had a fresh thousand hour so i bought that dale that i had and uh that's the one where the guy had owned it who jumped out of the airplane do you remember that no yeah, yeah give us yeah. the details this is a fascinating he, story yeah marcus Sch schlinkner he uh jumped what a name. Of his it was a uh turboprop uh, piper and he was going to fake his own death. So he planned it to go out over the Gulf of Mexico. And he was going to jump out right over Florida and let it fly out and then crash in the Gulf of Mexico and sink. And he'll collect his money. So as he's over Florida, he says, mayday, mayday, I've had a bird strike. I'm bleeding out, this and that. So he jumps out. Well, the airplane runs out of gas. Well, he, the story is he jumps out. His parachute gets caught in the air stair door. He's banging against the fuselage. Finally lets go, hits the tail, and off he goes. But he gets a parachute out. So the airplane goes and runs out of gas before it makes it to the Gulf of Mexico, crashes. They get to the wreckage. There's no body. That's awesome. So this guy is hanging in a tree. There was a book out for a little while, but he got it pulled because he said it was not truthful. So I read the book before it was pulled, and it was really cool. So We need to get this guy on the podcast. Yeah. He's, I might be in prison. I'm friends with him on Facebook. He lives in Pensacola. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I communicate with him once in a while because he's so interesting. So he's hanging in a tree and he's got gold in his pocket. He has to release the gold so he doesn't sink in the river. It's just a crazy story. So anyway, the 300L that I got, this guy, um, Bo, oh, I forgot his last name, uh, down in Dothan, Alabama, had it. And when he got it, he did. they didn't reveal the, uh, the damage history. So he sued this. Marcus for like a million dollars in one, but Marcus is going is in jail, so he never got the money. So he went and had all the money or all the work done at Southeast Arrow and brought it back to pretty good standards. But it was like Doug said, it was one of the heaviest L's out there. Oh man, that's brutal. I feel like everybody's name down in Alabama is Bo. Yeah, just a town, yeah. a city of all Bows. I'm Bo and Bo Junior and Bo Senior and Bo to third. How you doing? <laughs> it's a it's a requirement to live there. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a really wild story. Um, is the the one that you were gonna buy that you put the deposit on? Is that the one that's still for sale and, and hasn't been able to sell? No, it's never been for sale again. I watch it all the time. Oh, okay. I, the, guy's, there is... the guy's gonna die with it. I think. <sighs> is that a threat or is that just you just saying? No, I just. <laughs> I just yeah. <laughs> 
But I mean, he, he won't, I don't think he'll ever sell it. He just, he loves the plane and no, it's a, it's a real low time. It only had 270 hours on it or some real low time. And it was the perfect L for me. I mean, it's like, yeah, it was, but now you uh, got an SC. I mean, yeah, it's better than that. Did you ever hear how, okay. How that story came about? I, you are, a. it's so refreshing. Um, having somebody tell a good story. I gotta be honest. The story on that. Okay. So, so Mitch, did you ever hear the story about how this came about? It's good. <laughs> so, so, you know, MX aircraft, Micho, he calls me, he goes, Hey, I got a guy that'll buy your, um, 300 L for 220,000. Holy shit. I said, I said, you're kidding. I paid 165 for it. He said, I could pay 220 for it or so. And I said, okay, sold. I don't sold. even know the airplane. You know, I'm like sold. <laughs> and, uh, so he goes and comes back. He goes, so the guy, I, I can get two fifteen. I said, sold. Sold. <laughs> so, so he goes, I go, but I need another airplane. He goes, well, um, Kevin Campbell's got this MX two for sale. Of course, it's and, an MX two. Uh, so I'm like, cool. And I'm looking, at it, I'm like, oh, that's a really cool airplane. Yeah, and it, you know, I could afford it. So he sends me the purchase agreement, and it's sitting in front of me on my desk, and it says amateur built experimental. And something hit me wrong. I'm like. God, that sounds weird. So, you know, I'm used to flying extras that are made in a factory. Yeah. So I, I call Doug and Doug's like, no, 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 no. You don't want that. I got an SC. <laughs> Foster, Foster just gave me an SC to sell. You need this airplane. Oh, and I think it was a cherry. And I said, oh, really? And it, it was pretty close in the price. So I said, I called Mitch and Mitch was not happy. I'm like, Mitch, I'm sorry, but I just can't buy this airplane. Yep. So I gave him extra commission. I doubled his commission. <laughs> this that was nice I of you. Bad. That is really yeah. nice. So um, after 17 years, Doug finally sold me an airplane. <laughs> and, uh, so I went down there, picked it up, never flown an SD, jumped in that thing and flew it home. And it's, as you know, Jeff, it is the best thing. You have a Better special than- one too. I'm not going to let you tell the details about that one, but it's it's hooked up. I don't know if he, I don't even know if Mark. Well, Mark, you probably know about it, but uh, I've, yeah, yeah I've heard that. I've, I've heard, yeah, about well, which part? Like your your SC specifically and all the goodies it's got. Uh, th- well, it's got the G3X, and then it's got this extra smoke tank that Patty had put in. And uh, besides that, I don't know what else are you referring to, Jeff? Autopilot. You got some autopilot. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it's got the Garmin autopilot. How the fuck do I know speed. your airplane better than you? What the hell? Yeah. Well, I, I just figured that. <laughs> all the G3Xs had that. But yeah, it's I can put an altitude select, vertical speed, climb 700 <sighs> feet a minute, goes up there, levels off as it's navigating to the to the fix. It's just, How nice are cross countries to contest with that thing? Because it's a freaking pain in the dick flying a, a monoplane like oh, yeah. 600 miles. So you just, you know, do the little... Uh, button pushing thing and uh, okay. just sit, sit back, right? Direct line of Kansas, enter, way it goes. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. I wish. Oh, I yeah. That. I wonder oh, how yeah. much weight, weight that stuff adds. Not, I'm not, I'm not very good. I, I thought it was a lot, but I was looking and they were talking about the G3X and that stuff. They made it really light. So yeah, it didn't really add that much. And Do you ever have any, pretty light. Any problems with the servos or the autopilot itself? No, I don't use it that often. You know, I, I've been to Sebring and uh, Salina. Those are my two furthest ones. I've yeah. been to Sebring twice, actually. And, nice. Uh, 
it's yeah, it, it's worked perfect. So I guess I don't use it enough to wear it out. We had to get Mark in an SC. He hasn't flown one yet. Oh, he, yeah, yeah if really he can talk to you. When you get out to Jeff's, you need to fly that airplane because it is, I said, well, okay, when I was getting the SC, I told Doug, I said, it can't be that much different than the L, can it? <laughs> he said, it's like going from a go-kart to a Formula One. It will hurt you. <laughs> and I yeah. said, what do you mean it will hurt you? He said, my neck is just recovering now. He said, yeah. the airplane will hurt you. Be careful. And I found out, you know, the first time I flew like in front of Sergey, I'm hitting 10 Gs like just from the adrenaline, you know? It's yeah. Just, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, it's a it's an the animal. flight envelope is it's it's what's crazy. Like I was just talking to somebody about this, or well, we were talking to Adam about this a little bit too. Like where you you know you can't you fly pits, <laughs> and it's 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 got a limit, and like it, most of the time that airplane's limit is going to be, uh, you're going to hit that limit sooner than your own limit, depending on what you're doing, and depending on how yeah. how how you are in the airplane. Then you go into like an extra three hundred or a three hundred L, and you're like, okay. The flying envelope is significantly larger and I could do a lot more damage to myself in this airplane. Then you get into something like a 330 SC or an MX2 or an MXS and it's exponentially larger than that, which is very crazy. I mean, it's crazy that people just give these airplanes out to people and they're like, go have fun. And you can't, you can't break them. You will break before that airplane ever breaks. It's unless you're unless you're AJ. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're AJ, and that guy is yeah. just ripping, ripping everything out. He, you know, ripped the gear off, and he had to land inverted to not mess up the wing. You know, it was a whole deal. It was that a whole may deal. May not be true. Well, then he his head whole- went through the canopy when he was at nationals. <laughs> he had a big scar on his head with stitches still in there. I wouldn't yeah. call it a scar. I would relate it to Frankenstein. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he had a surgical implant. <laughs> um. The other thing I want to ask you about your SC is is the vinyl that you did to it because I always find it interesting uh, vinyl and airplanes and how um, I think it's awesome you know to be able to do that because you know if you're gonna plan to own an airplane for a while sometimes the paint schemes you get a little bored of or whatever and vinyl allows you to change it up so what was that whole experience like and how because I'm assuming you had no knowledge or experience before you decided to do it no I didn't at all and. Uh... I actually had the people that wrap my company vans and cars or trucks um, do the vinyl and they sent the guy out there. I took and took the picture of the new SC paint, you know, paint scheme and drew it with a wax pencil and said, put it on like that. And he, cut <laughs> it. he they used oh the zip God. tape. They put it on there and they used the zip tape and then the trim turned out perfect. <laughs> I was like, nice. It looks really, Super. really good. It was, like so, it. it was so blue. You know, John Clad ordered it because he was going to do the Air National Guard. And he put a wrap on there, you know, so he'd do the black, the blue on the background and then put his wrap, half partial wrap on. And uh, so he never got to fly it in. Yeah. For his air show stuff, I guess. Yeah. That's cool. How much weight did it add to the airplane? Not much. I was picking up the roll and it's maybe five pounds. That's nothing. Wow. That's nothing. That's cool. And it looks really good. I, I, I mean, I, you know. I like the Smurf blue uh, by itself, but it needed something. And that yeah, green really pops. It looks really good. And it does. And I've watched it in the videos, like at the nationals and stuff. It just looks, it looks good. And I put two green stripes, invasion stripes on the bottom of the wing. So it, uh, although I did notice at the nationals and going up, I'm like, Oh, I didn't clean the belly before I went to nationals. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, and, I, I clean the belly before I go to contests. What do you use to uh, clean the airplane? I use uh, Lucas. Nice. You know what I used yeah. today? I sent Mark a picture. Um, I've been like, everybody's been talking about ceramic coating their airplane. And I, mm-hmm. and I get that you have to have it like professionally done for it to be like our true ceramic, right, Mark? You were talking about this because you're, well, you know, a little bit more. More like everything has the word ceramic in it. And essentially it means inorganic material. Like it's a very loose term in the auto detail industry. But, um, you know, like the ceramic spray waxes or ceramic cleaners, like all of them have a little bit of ceramic, you know, usually SiO2 um, in them that offer protection, which is, you know, it's, it's a great, uh, the, a lot of them are great products, but like when you see that, like that Lucas ceramic, uh, whatever, what do they call that? Um, what's the Lucas uh, spray detail? Um, yeah, I know a uh, speed wax or ceramic. something, right? Speed wax. Yeah. They have a speed wax ceramic and it's just SiO2. It's not like when you spray that on, you're going to get a five year ceramic coating out of it. So there's like, you know, what about uh, the stuff I up. used today? Did you see the stuff I used? Yeah, it's pretty good. So I, mean, I used um, the, let me read it here. The Meguiar's, uh, I got ceramic, the uh, hybrid ceramic wax liquid. Yeah. So, so I use that. It's just know. a tougher wax or something, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Because really, if you're oh, going to do a ceramic yeah. coating, you have to do paint correction, and then they put the, wa- the yep. ceramic coating on. And it'd be good for in an airplane probably for years, wouldn't it? I think. I, what does is, what is paint correction mean? I've heard that a lot, and I've been afraid to ask. I think it's taking the, like the, the imperfections out of the paint. So you, you know, you clay it to, to pull like, you know, in the case of cars, like, uh, you could pull like, um, iron deposits in the paint. Like there's all these little like micro things embed themselves into the clear coat and you can pull that out. There's uh stuff called like iron X iron remover. So you can spray that on the paint and, and anything that's iron based will just dissolve. Wow. And so it gets like rust deposits off the paint and then you take a buffer to it. And basically polish, you take a little bit of layer of clear coat off with a buffer and then polish it and then you protect it Ah, is essentially what correction is. But yeah, I'm, I've been binging to it on the car side for a long time. I just, I remember I should do it to the airplane. It just requires work. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but the stuff I use was good. When you put that, do the uh, ceramic coating, it just looks like glass for forever yeah yeah it's incredible uh, and it just sheets it beads water and sheets water off like nothing else on the market i mean like you, there's no wax or quick detail ceramic spray that matches a good ceramic coating it's it's quite incredible i mean i could i could literally spray water on my car and if i do it right i can dry the car with water like i can spray the water on the panel and it literally just knocks all the water off it's incredible wow it's super hydrophobic and 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 looks beautiful but um, the stuff you use is, is essentially a, it's a, it's a wax with, with, uh, ceramic, you know, SIO2 in it. Not Bullshit. Bad. No, it's just, it's just, again, everything has ceramic in it. Like, dude, my freaking glass cleaner has ceramic in it. Everything's got ceramic in it now. Like a year ago or a couple years ago, everything was SIO2, SIO2 spray wax, SIO2 tire, tire sealant, SIO2 coatings uh sio2 shampoos everything was that now it's all ceramic or graphene ceramic and graphene are like the two buzzwords for auto detail products or detail products in general where it's like oh you have graphene freaking um you know headlight cleaner tire cleaner wheel cleaner it's all 
it's not that it's fake or bullshit. It's just more like, you know, when you see ceramic, I, I bet if you read the back of that Meguiar's can, it's like probably like 1% ceramic, you know, properties or something like that. It's very low. It's very little uh, I mean, ceramic in a lot of this stuff. It did good, but the, it did come off very easy, which usually means it's not that good, right? <laughs> no, I mean, not necessarily. I like stuff that, you know, stuff that wipes off easier. I like, I mean, it probably left a good layer of protection. I hope it did. Did you fly today? Yeah. Jeff? I was going to, we were talking about this before we had you on really quick and we had a thunder bangers coming through and then I had to pick my kid up, but it was like that, you know, you ever have to like go somewhere and you can't do something, but you have like 20 minutes that it's just not enough time. So I sat there yeah. and just looked at my airplane upset <laughs> and then <laughs> went and picked up my kid and yelled at my kid because of it. How many flights do you <laughs> have take on a the picture? lift? Um, I have one flight on the lift helmet, actually. I went away. I flew it. I flew with it. And then I went away. Um, and it fits. So I got to order. In fact, that reminds me, I was supposed to talk to Mark about he's I'm really not good online with ordering stuff. So he's going to just walk me through the, the drop down tabs on Tiger performance are a little confusing for me. Mm-hmm. Some of the uh, terms. So he's going to walk me through. So I got to order comms. But I was going to do the CEP uh, A&R that uh, I guess you did on the uh, new helmet, right? Yeah, I would do that. Definitely. Are you using yeah. it, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, I'm using the exact same setup. I freaking love it. It's a really good setup. I, it's yeah, I can't wait. The, you know, on your earmuffs, are those not, uh, are those leatherettes that you're using? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I called it to get I, new leatherettes, and the guy um, called. You know, I was ordering them. He called me from Tiger, and he's like, "Hey, you want to try these oversized that uh, these gel and uh, what was the other one? Uh, memory foam." I said, "Sure." So he's Ooh. sending them to me to see which one I like better. Oh, let us know. Keep me posted on those. Yeah, because I, I um on my headsets ink helmet that I built, I put on the uh, Organero Quiet Seals or whatever it is, those Quiet Comfort Seals or whatever they call them. Um, and they're like the kind of the memory foam, like leather outside, but kind of memory foam. And I I really enjoyed those. I like those a lot. And I wasn't a huge fan of the Tiger supplied leatherette ear cups they're okay they're not they're not terrible have you um, torn but, one yet know, memory foam no see mine they're tore bad. that's why and then it started getting i started hearing a little more noise and i investigated and i had a tear in it so and as they're getting more worn I'm, I'm getting they're getting louder they're not sealing as well yeah yeah and i i never fly that helmet um just a and r my i'm sure your airplane's too loud too mine's just too loud to not use cep yeah um Whereas I think maybe, you know, like a gel seal might, an oversized gel seal might be a little bit more better sealing. Uh, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't be able to use or would, would be able to forego CEP, but you know, maybe it would just right. be a little bit quieter, but between I'll try, and I'll CEP, try both of them and let you know which one works better. Cause I'll have the leatherette, the gel and the memory foam. I'm going to try all three and see which one works the best. Yeah. What do yeah, you guys use for power? Airplane. What's that, Jeff? What do you guys use for power? Yeah, I've got a I've got a twelve volt plug it right under my dash. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, same so uh yeah, same. And it was dude, it was a super easy install. My IA did it in fucking five minutes for, for the front and rear seats of the airplane. It's it's very easy to install. But you don't okay. you don't need to do that. Um 
you know, it, it comes with the, the battery powered, you know, handheld thing. Yeah. Um, but it is nice. Like I, you know, ne- I haven't God, I haven't put a set of batteries in that thing. I don't remember the last time I put a set of batteries in it, honestly, of any of those. Nice. Helmets. Uh, it works really well. Yeah. It oh, works I'm really, really pumped well to on try it. Now. Power. I love it. What do you, I love it. I flew my, I flew with my white helmet today. Um, just, just to mix it up <laughs> just cause I can. Um, and I, I tell you, I really do like that combo with the HGU visor. I really do enjoy that setup. I love the fixed visor setup, but I, I really enjoy that combo, um, with the, uh, HGU visor. I think it's a good combo too. Yeah. I like the way it looks without the uh, shroud. I haven't posted it yet because I don't. You should. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't want to do anything to make them upset. They, they'd hurt me. They know um, people. Yeah. Um, you're, which you're, you're, cor- part of, you're part of research and development. So whatever you like, then they can modify it. Yeah. yeah and to be fair, they sent me a helmet and within 12 minutes, I had an HGU visor on it <laughs> back in the day. Like that first helmet. I mean, I, and I, I don't mind, I don't mind the, the, the strap that comes on it. Um, I just, I'm not a huge fan of the visor stops and that visor in terms of not flinging up. It just, it, you know, it, it's okay that, you know, it didn't work quite as well f- under high G loads. There's certainly a lot of, you know, ag and warbird and things like that helicopter where you're not, you're not loading the helmet up, loading the airplane up that right. would be fine. Yeah. Corey, what'd you use before to lift helmet? Yeah, Corey, you used it. You 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 had the stock visor. Yeah, I've got stock visor on both on my helmet now. On both, yeah, and they're they're yeah. it's uh, fine. They're fine. Like I said, I don't like the stops, but I never put it up on the stops. Now I just put it up just a little bit, and I can still see under mm-hmm. it without it hitting the stops. Because when it gets hot, Same. the stops just. And then they said, "Well, use epoxy," and I epoxied them on my red helmet. And they still broke off. So, yeah, I don't like yeah. the stops that much. Huh. Yeah, and, I uh, think that. Jeff had asked me what I used before. I didn't have a helmet before. Uh, Mark was the one that, you know, wearing a helmet. And then after Adam had that canopy come off of Silliberti's airplane, and I saw the yeah. video that Steve Johnson showed me, I ordered a helmet like the next day after I watched that video. I'm like, I don't want a Isn't canopy coming on hitting me in the head. I mean, Adam, that was been the most scary thing that every, I'm sure it ever happened to him. Yeah. We'll let him tell us yeah. about it. I don't, we didn't even talk about that. I know. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> yeah, it was scary. He's like, I'm on. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's so bad. That kind of thing can happen, you know, and, and a crash could happen, but that's more of the case I think that you'd be worried about is a canopy beating you up. I got to be honest. Yeah. I like the helmet, obviously, for the safety, but. I really like it that I don't have to wear sunglasses and, and I had the visor there. It's because like every time you wear sunglasses in the aerobatic plane, like, you know, I've had them come off in the middle of a contest and they always come off at the wrong time, like with yeah. heavy negative G and um, they're uncomfortable with the way they fit in between and just sucks. So having the visor there is like, it's just so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And once you wear a helmet, I don't think I would ever fly without a helmet now. I just, I would feel it naked. weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's totally weird. And I, I totally agree. Like that's how I came. I mean, we've talked about how, why I bought a helmet a long time ago, but um, there was just a rash of, of things that I never would have thought about in an airplane that started occurring. Like 
like I heard about a couple ground loops in 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 Warbirds, like T6s, where people were getting, you know, bad concussions. Like bad enough to lose their medical uh concussions from, you know, accidents that w- you wouldn't have thought would have warranted those injuries. And and we had a famous one out here where a guy a guy broke a tailwheel uh on landing in a Pitts S1 and, and ground looped it. Uh and he hit his head so bad uh on the deck, like he, you know, obviously he lurched forward and uh, I don't know if he wasn't strapped in tight enough or what, but uh the knob from the Colesman window went into his skull. Oh, and it's like, oh God, you know, I, wh- I, I would have never have thought about that. You know, you always think about crashing and and then smacking your head, you, but you don't think about losing a tailwheel or blowing a tire or ground looping or, you know, shit happens. You know, uh, people, it, ground loops happen and accidents yeah. happen and and small incidents happen. But yeah, between that, bird strikes and all kinds of other, you know, canopy related stuff. That that one video of Kirby. Dude, that video of Kirby, Kirby's canopy is fucking terrifying. Which one was that? that one? It unlatches, no. opens, and then slams closed super hard. Oh, right. Like, oh, my God. And that, that was during Red Bull. And you're like, oh, oh man. And you know, how many of those exist? You know, how many of those, how, how many times has that happened? And it not gone well for the person inside the airplane. Scary. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's nuts. Yeah. So and that's what why kind I have of- ni- 19 helmets. <laughs> <laughs> They're all ceramic coated too. <laughs> all ceramic coated. Uh, what contest are you going to next, Corey? Like what's on the agenda? I said, uh, I'm going to try to go up to Spencer and then it's the nationals. And uh, what I've been okay. doing, I'm just uh, working on just printing unknowns as you probably seen if you have followed my results. I do good on on the known. I normally win the free, and then I crash on the, on the unknowns and fall apart. Oh, no. And that's just my lack of experience. I mean, it's only my second year competing. And uh, Are you making so, excuses? That sounds like excuses. But No, I'm, I'm going for it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but that's, that was my, my weakness was, was the unknown so I'm, I'm just trying to get through the whole catalog and in the intermediate of every single figure so there's no surprises yeah. i'm the nationals last year they're like okay come in inverted wing wag roll upright and then go into a spin yeah that was a and tough was like, beginning but yeah it was a tough entry the entry is like what sets the pace i you know people kind of overlook the entry to to a sequence and to me that's you know it's very cliche to the people that know it but it, that's kind of like figure one is is your entry um kind of sets well, the tone how, and remember that the last i think you guys have a name for that last figure where we did a half loop up and then a full snap and then in exit inverted um, oh 6.2 <laughs> yeah, <thanks Yeah>. on. <laughs> or is it seven or is it seven <laughs> two seven two yeah, yeah. So, um, seven two. You know, i've never done that either you know so you do half loop up and then full snap and then exit inverted so you entered the the sequence inverted and left inverted so there was yeah. a few things that were kind of tricky on that yeah hey unknowns too yeah like no pun intended like that watching that i was like damn you know and and uh i'm super guilty of this like n- not as a competitor but just when if i'm gonna fly figures i'm flying known arresty figures right 
I think most people probably do that. And then to, to, to kind of think of unknown and think of other different ways these sequences are going to be put together that aren't the known and not your free. Cause typically everybody probably flies their free better than anything. And then the known and then, yeah. unknown, you know, but seeing some of those weird just outside where you wouldn't, you just wouldn't even think a figure would be put together like that. And you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, I looked at some of those last year. I was like, dude, uh, my hat's off to you guys. Like <laughs> you guys are going to fucking pay for it, dude. Cause I would, I, I, I mean, I watched pretty much, I mean, those unknowns, dude, I was like, Oh my God, uh, no, I would have gotten my ass murdered. Cause yeah. you, I wouldn't even have thought that figures would have been made like that for an unknown. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, practice that kind of stuff, you know, and it's like now, now you, you do. do. <laughs> yeah, if you're just doing your known and you're free, you're not really practicing that. But that's what I'm doing now. I'm pulling up these unknowns and like, don't even, and I'm not even walking them. And that's what um, Alan Bush said: learn to read the card. He said, don't even walk it. Go up there and read the card as you're going. Try to do that, and it teaches you to read the card. Yeah, that's so I've been I doing like that. that. I, I actually like that idea a lot because it. There's something that's got to go on with the brain and your, you know, brain and motor function of if you can read a figure fast and do it. I kind of like that. I got to be honest. I like that a lot. I don't know if I agree with that. I know Alan Bush has got fucking loads and loads of experience and probably forgot more than I'll ever know. But once you get into advance and especially unlimited, you don't really have time to, to look down, find a figure and look at the card. Would you agree with that? Yeah. You know, and you're, you're unknown. In the unknown, you know, I'm talking about. Yeah, in the unknown, you know, you try to memorize best you can, but you still okay. So all of a sudden, you're doing something, you're inverted, full roll or something, and then end up inverted again. That's where I have a hard time. You're inverted, and then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, what is the next figure? And you want to glance down at it, and you're yeah, it's hard when you're upside down, you know. Yeah, it is. Now I would imagine there's there's got to be something in between because, um, and I've and I, I say this, uh, and I've met, uh, admitted this on the podcast, like I've never been taught to walk a sequence. So that yeah. like, if I'm going to compete, I literally need somebody to to show me how to walk a sequence so I can understand walking a sequence. And I'm not saying that there's not merit to walking a sequence. Obviously, the vast majority heavily walk sequences. And this is a until great question. Face. Yeah, nobody teaches you exactly. how to walk a how walk a sequence. You know no. that? Yeah, this is no, a great I, question I, to ask. Like the greats, you know, I, uh, the Don. I literally thought people. I thought people taught this. I literally, I'm like, cause I'm no. watching people. I'm like, okay, they all, they all kind of, you, you have some different variations on what somebody uses their hands uh, for, for a figure maybe. But I, I'm like, I would be that guy that I, I'd take my finger, my index finger and I'd stick it out. And then I would do like <laughs> for a roll, I would just like wiggle my finger. And then for like a hammerhead, I would stick it up and then, you know, like <laughs> point it back down. Give the and old like, shocker. I get, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is <laughs> John figure eights with my finger, you know, like a fucking conductor or something. Yeah, I, I just you, you so know I've always, talks I've about always it? read sequences. I've always read sequences, but then again, I'm I'm not I'm I it, it would show that I don't walk sequences if I competed because it it would not. Yeah. It, it, I, I me personally, I I can't just read a. I mean, sportsman, you can. You know, even intermediate known, you can. As long as you've read it a bunch of times and you know you know what's coming next, maybe you haven't walked it, but you've read that sequence yeah. a hundred times, right? Until you can close your eyes and see the sequence. Um, but I can't imagine at the higher levels, cold, a cold unknown, just reading yeah. the sequence. I can't imagine that going well. 
So Jeff, when you're doing your unknown, do you memorize <laughs> that whole thing? Like if you're at a contest? No. Well, yes and no. I mean, you, you really, I think a lot of times, I think with the unknown, I'm just, I'll say a blanket statement right now. Why people don't know how to, how to do an unknown is the people that do don't want to share how to do. Um, because there's a, I, I believe that there's a couple things that are, are really imperative to ex- a successful unknown. And one of them is walking it through until you're blue in the face um, and gathering all different, like, cause you don't know the night before what the wind conditions are going to be. So you want to like try to like walk all the different variables. But if you walk it through, it's like reading, reading a paragraph this over and over again, you're going to get the gist of it. And then the sequence should be to me, the sequence card is a reference. And there's only certain times, like, like for instance, you know, walking through a sequence, a lot of people walk through their sequence and they look at the card like during the middle of like a snap roll, like you're not going to be looking at the card at that point. So like the walkthrough isn't just going yeah. through the paces. It's walk, it's walking it through, checking your references on the ground, where things are supposed to be. Like when you're vertical up, like what are you looking for? There's a water tower there. There's a runway over here. And then like looking at the card when you can look at, actually look at the card, like on like a downline with an in intermediate, if there's a downline with nothing on it, glance the card, or if there's a level line that's up, uh, upwind that you have to drive the box. If you're in right positioning, look at the card. But if you're looking at the card throughout the whole walkthrough, uh, it, it's kind of fucked up because you're never you're you're gonna you're not gonna be able to preload the information when you need to. So you're um, gonna be you're gonna stall stop and go okay where am I at? Yeah, exactly. But so like it's not necessarily walking through the paces. It's it's the walkthrough should be as close to like the actual flying, and you can get into like there's so many different things you can get into with the walkthrough. You know with tempo. And, um, you know, uh, just the conditions and everything. I mean, you look at the French and like they walk through their sequences and they fucking win world championships. So <laughs> I'm going to do what the French do. Fair enough. <laughs> the problem, you know the what? They're also have, the problem I have is like at Sebring, they give you the unknown, but everybody wants to go out and party. So you're trying to learn this while you're drinking beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't argue that. <laughs> it's really, you know, Mark, Mark got to go to this first contest and it is really a social event like Sebring and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just so much fun that, you know, I just, I enjoy that. Sebring in particular. That's yeah, got to, sure. I've heard that's definitely one of those that's, that's known for being, I won't, I mean, I won't say like a, 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 a Bacchanal or anything like that, but certainly more of a social party yeah. fun aspect than it is a sterile contest. It is. For sure. It is totally. I've it never is, been it to Sebring. Fun. I want to go. Mark, Mark so you should fun. come with me for the first time. Let's do it, man. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. It'd uh, be super the one, fun. The one in November is a blast. Well, last year we didn't get to fly. Remember all the crappy weather? So it was really a party last year. That's right. They have twice a year. That's right. You. You guys flew out and did like what, like, like warm ups, and then yeah. nothing else, right, or something yeah, like that. We practiced and never did a flight the whole. Oh my god, that's weekend. such a bummer. So remember the video that Lee made where we're all just pouting and. I'm so raining? glad. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought up Lee because I was going to ask you like, who is your arch nemesis when you show up at a competition? And obviously, it's Lee. Oh uh, but... yeah, we just we <laughs> we have a blast together, Lee and I, and he beat me by three percent at the Rome contest. So he won the known. I won the free. Or I mean, yeah, I won the free and then he won the unknown and beat me by three percent. I think that's because of that of rule eight point three dash two dash seven Z that if you're a foreigner 
from Australia, you get an extra four points. Yeah, know? they like the way he talked on the radio, so they gave him some extra points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They so just biased he, judging. He distracted them with making out with dudes and walking talk on the radio. There's another speaking guy. Of, uh, speaking of Lee, can we can we talk about how this asshole, this Austra- this kangaroo loving piece of garbage, is on the cover of Sport Aerobatics? I saw that. That's cool. What an asshole! So so cool. I will and, never. You know, I, think it, I will never the, drink the, a Foster's the, beer again. The title says "How to Build a 300S in Six Minutes." Yeah. <laughs> Any no, congrats, Lee. That is freaking awesome. It's freaking great, epic. Man. He's doing a lot I, for the sport too. He's really doing a lot a ton with the media for the sport. Yeah, ton for the he's sport. awesome. He's a really good. Uh, what do you call that? Like a front man for it. Ambassador. Uh, mm-hmm. Ambassador. Um, yeah. But um, and how how nice is this plane, Corey? Have you seen it? You've seen it up close, right? Oh yeah, I saw it the first time it just got revealed at uh, Rome last year. Like he, yeah. you guys yeah. just found out about it, and I saw it like the next day at Rome, and I was like, wow, it turned out really nice. And uh, there's another guy. Do you know Jerry Eskenazi? Do you know his name? That name? I've, I've seen the name, and that name sounds uh, familiar. So us Facebook. three, us three are like right tight with points i mean we're about the same skill level on it and stuff but jerry's he sent his airplane in for um avionics and one of those deals has been down what airplane does he have he's got a 300s also oh cool okay cool it's not patty wagstaff's but it is a 300s <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he's got all he's he he asked chris megan so it's kind of like an ifr he's a delta pilot so he made it like um chris megan's oh god how funny well, What's going on with Chris Megan? I haven't. What's is he? Uh, just think. His dad got sick and died, and so he spent a lot of time up there. Yeah. And mm. uh, oh. so, sorry, um, yeah, sorry sure about that, Chris. Back, back at Love it. Chris. Uh, yeah, he's a great guy. I met him. Uh, what was that? Oh, at uh, my first contest down at uh, Snowbird, we shared a, a car. You know, I, I gave him a ride every day to the contest, and so I he's got like real the- good. He's got the best airline pilot voice in the world. Yeah. Right? He does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't he like a triple triple seven captain? <laughs> I love every time we talk about guys and making out, Corey gets all homophobic. <laughs> 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 um, no, just kidding. But um, there was four S's down there, right? Which was weird. Down in yeah, the uh contest. There was Lee's. Charlie Sykes, um, the red one, which I'm assuming is the guy Jerry's. Jerry's, yeah. And then Stan Moyes. Yep. Which is uh, like a hybrid S, really, yeah. more than an S. But um, which is like half the ownership of more than half the ownership of S's in the United States. <laughs> Has to be more. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite play. I love the S. If I could have one, I would love, you know, if I had stupid money, I would I, I would get They're one. Beautiful. It's such a classic looking airplane. Yeah, you know who doesn't get enough yeah, recognition and- is Marty Flournoy. He uh he jumps in Charlie's plane and still wins. He can yeah, fly anything. It's, it's annoying. He needs to move it's, up. He's yeah, <laughs> it's just a natural. I mean, he just he was flying all the kids in the pits at at the Rome contest last year. He had four kids he was safety piloting with, and then flew and still won. Yeah, he's incredible. Wow. 
Yeah. yeah and he, he's, he's really, you know, getting people started in the sport. He's, he's great. Yeah. And he flew, when he was flew worlds, he flew an SC, which he had no time in and he still did oh. like amazing. And it was, yeah, yeah it's just like, fly anything. Yeah. How do you jump from an Amex into an SC and back yeah. and forth? And like I said, he can fly Charlie's or he flies his and he still scores good. Yeah. That's gotta be frustrating for Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> I love Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, he never prepares enough, and then he gets to the contest. Yeah. <laughs> which is about it. So, um, oh, so you're not going to go to the Aaron McCartan contest because he's going to Worlds. Um, I might the Aaron, go the Aaron, the Aaron McCartan inter- Invitational. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, why don't you – is there any more East Coast contests that you can come to? There's Kathy uh, Jaffe. That there's I'm New Jersey, fly. but that's a long way from me. Oh, come on. How long is it? A long way. That's like a long flight in the jet. Dude, I have to fly out to Tennessee for all those camps. You can't fly out to Jersey one time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so what, are, what airport is your airplane at? JFK. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, flew, I, to, I flew a trip for the CEO to South Ham, the South Ham, or the Hamptons. Gabreski? I went into one of the airports. Which one was? Yeah, it? I'm in Brookhaven, which you're definitely not flying at. That airport is surrounded by like MS-13 and a big crack academic, right now. <laughs> um, so you're not coming by me. Um, no, uh, you probably flew into East Hampton, uh, Gabreski, mm-hmm. and East Hampton's closing. It's like been on the news. They're like shutting it down. Apparently, um, that's the yeah, big, so the, that's the major. Yeah. Yeah, East Hampton or Gabreski. I'm assuming you flew into East Hampton if you're out in the Hamptons. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I remember that because you didn't you didn't let me know you were there, and um, I took offense to that. Yeah, we, we were had a fishing trip. We flew in, went fishing all the next day, and then flew out the yeah. next morning. I love fishing too. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll remind you. I'll, I'll call you next time. We'll yeah. Okay. Sounds promising. Um. So Jeff only has a VFR SE. That's why he's. Yeah. I'm I'm below Corey's pay grade right now. I have to to put a G3X in my airplane. (laughs) Are you you going to nationals? I am. Um, I'm a little nervous because it'll be my first year in unlimited, but I'm just going to, you know what? Like whatever, just going to try my hardest, give it the good old college try. Are you going to camp uh, before? um, Hopefully, hopefully I'm trying to, um, I don't know what camp I'm going to do. I'm hoping to get, uh, to be able to train with, uh, Morrissey for a pre-nats camp uh-huh. in, uh, Ashland. But, um, I'm really focused on New Jersey right now and, and flying unlimited at that contest. Um, you know, I make it through, uh, right now I'm practicing a lot of unknown stuff. Um, the known and the free. Wait, so you, you're um, going to fly unlimited at Kathy Jaffe? I think so. I haven't been saying it because I don't want anybody to show up. <laughs> I want to get this. You son of a bitch. <laughs> is Celebrity going to come? No, I hope. Please, Mike, if you're listening. He has to be. Uh, no, I'm just going to. I'm emailing him right now. <laughs> yes, you asshole. <laughs> You've got some competition. Hey, <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, watch, watch fucking Rob Holland show up just to like piss me off. <laughs> I feel like you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> If he's listening right now, he's he's definitely looking at his uh, air show calendar. And um, like, oh, can I make that weekend? <laughs> can I make that weekend? Maybe I'll just, he could probably, maybe I'll just hop have, up in the MX two. 
Yeah, all he has to do is fly to known and will still beat me. <laughs> the problem with Unlimited is you never have anybody go to the contest. That's all those guys don't go to they only go to that's the nationals. A, yeah, that's not a problem at a regional for somebody who's first starting out. <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's a, <laughs> hey, I got first place. <laughs> Dude, thirty six percent overall, but uh, first place. Yeah, can you imagine like you know like Gulian's like you know I'm gonna get back into it. This is my first year, and everybody's and I'm like you know like this is my luck. Just I'm gonna jump to unlimited and the fucking Don decides he wants yeah. to fly again. I, I I quit. I quit. <laughs> I want to shake the cobwebs off. He just goes in there and just fucking cleans up. Yeah, I, I would honestly. I would just go down to the local hardware store, buy one of those cheap for sale signs, put it on the airplane, and boundary judge. That's what I would do the whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> just sit on the boundary. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to. I'm, I'm. You know, the unknowns with unlimited um, have me. Um, not worried, but like. You know, it's a big deal getting that low and putting these complex figures together. So, you know, being on being on your game with all the gates and the altitudes and speeds and, you know, planning the uh, the sequence, right? It's it's a lot. So to do it safely, I think um, I could be wrong, but um, I just want to be really safe about it. The known and the free, I'm I'm, I'm really not worried about, um, meaning like I can I can make it through. Um, I'm not going to be whooping Robbie Holly's ass anytime soon, but um, the unknown is kind of like, you know, cause you, there's a, there's just a lot of complexity for me cause I'm so new to it and figuring it out and, and being safe, you know, and just always remaining safe. I mean, cause it's a, at any category the unknown is, you know, it's, it's crazy flying aerobatics to begin with, but now like you got to fly this whole sequence that you've never flown before. So. Um, and like you talk about, I mean, you can get hurt easy in the uh, unlimited. I watched Grossmeyer fly. You know, he's sixty-eight years old, and man, that's some rough stuff. The Dude, he flies stuff. hard. He's underrated. He's an incredible unlimited pilot. Yeah, well, he he was on the team, but he, you know, I'm like, why did you get off the team? And he said, well, I'd have to ship my airplane. I'd be without an airplane for six, eight weeks. He said, I can't go yeah. that long without flying, or I would die when I get out there. You know? Yeah, he didn't have earlier, Yeah, he must really have to keep his tolerance up flying every yeah. week. He flies two, three days a week. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. He's freaking awesome. And like, yes. you know, he, he's not like, he's, he's a very fit guy. I don't know him that well if he's listening. Um, Hey, what's up? But um, <laughs> he's a very fit guy and very super duper nice. And he went out you wouldn't expect it. And he went out in his MXS and fucking tore it up. It was really cool to see. Um, yeah. And he flicks, he snap rolls really, really beautifully on the uh, vertical ups. I remember that like stood out at me while I was at nationals watching and um, he was doing some flicks on the upline and just really sharp, really sharp skills. Um, yeah. Yeah. His flicks score well. And we went to camp with Sergey and Sergey was trying to tell him to change his flicks. And he's like, no, and no he tried fucking way. And he's like, no, he said, I know these score well, I'm not changing them. So really he's like, I wasted my time here. <laughs> I'm yeah. learning so much, you know, new. and, and Grossmeyer's like, yeah, I'm not learning anything here. Yeah. It's interesting the way, like, you know, every coach is so, di- I mean, who, who's, who, uh, what's the right question here? Um, who are you training with now? Like who's, I don't want to say your coach because like coach can have so many different meanings to it, but like, who do you go to for ground watching? Steve Johnson and, and Grossmeyer. Wait, Grossmeyer's yeah. got a box 15 minutes North of here. So we fly up to Grossmeyer's box and we train up there. So 
so one day Steve Johnson could make it. So it was just me and Steve Grossmeyer and Grossmeyer hands me his, uh, his free and said, here, watch me and tell, you know, critique me. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to critique this unlimited guy on the world team. And, it was uh, good. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That looked pretty good. <laughs> so, but um, Steve Johnson, Steve Johnson is a, a judge and a pilot and he's, really good and the thing is he just nitpicks 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 at me you know trying to perfect me you know at first i was like oh he's am i that bad but yeah, he, you know fuck man he just, he just keeps you know if i'm off 10 degrees i like i was doing the half roll up with the or half loop up with the full roll on the first figure one and he said you're coming off 10 degrees off heading i never noticed that so we fixed that you know just little things that you got to fix yeah yeah, that's the difference between being like mid pack or fourth and and winning. It's like just fine tuning the shit, and that's what kind of separates you. I think we trained right foundation. before national. We trained right before nationals last year, and I don't know if you saw, but I got fourth in the known and fourth in yep. the three, and then I screwed up the unknown. But I mean, I was pretty happy with my results. Going, dude, you, you crushed know, it. It was incredible, nationals. dude. It's incredible, dude. You're oh fucking, man, yeah. And we're doing the same oh, thing this really year. Cool. We're, we're having a mini camp right before nationals again this year. It'll be me and Steve Johnson and Donnie Hartman are doing it. That's why I was wondering what you were doing, Jeff. I love Don, love Don Hartman. He's the man. I mean, and we're at Union City, so you know it's a great place to train. So close Dude, to nationals too. Aerobatic heaven. There needs to be a a major contest there, sanctioned oh, or yeah. not sanctioned. But the place is epic. Mark, you would love it. Yeah, you walk out of the FBO, you walk out of the FBO, sit down, and there's the box right there. It's this. It's That's so nice. Yeah. And all the people are so nice there. Yeah. Um, so That's what's nice. your plan? What's that was your plan? Like Tracy. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say that was kind of like Tracy. Um, Tracy's box is just right there. So it's, it's very convenient and it's, you know, that not to get on the tangent of, of that contest, but I think a, a barrier, a big barrier to entry was broken down by having the contest there uh, this year. And it would not shock me if a nationals gets held there. It wouldn't shock me. Oh, that'd be awesome. Nice. Yeah. But it's too far yeah. away. Yeah, it is kind of far west coast. It was too far for me to compete, so I, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> it's too far, it's too, far and too hot. Too hot. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's too far and too hot. And too fucking windy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Um <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, I want to talk about something that's completely off topic, but I want to finish here. Um, Corey, so you're flying intermediate. You're going to go to nationals. You're going to fucking kill it in intermediate this year. I know it. Um, and then what do you think? Are you going to make the jump next year? Are you going to go into advanced? Say well, yes. I, keep saying, I keep saying I want to win the nationals before I go to move up to, to uh, advanced, but I think if I, you know, if Lentz is there and I get second or even Tom Rhodes. And That's I winning. Podium, it's close enough, you know. That's yeah. winning. That's winning. So Just call if, that first. If I can get on the podium at the Nationals, I may move up and then go as a individual, I guess whatever you call it, at the at the Worlds in uh, Las Vegas just for the experience. I mean, how often do you get to go to the Worlds that are at home, you know? Yeah, Totally. That's why yeah, I was wondering so cool. why you you didn't do that, Jeff. Stay in advance and go to the world since it's going to be in Vegas. Well, that's a whole other topic that we'll be talking about shortly. But 
Uh, <laughs> actually, on another podcast, it's a whole story. I actually didn't even tell Mark uh, who I spoke to. Sorry to be so cryptic. But um, what you know, the fuck, dude? You know, like, that's what I wanted to talk about, too, like Spill with the, the Nationals. Beans. Well, I'm not going to spell them totally. I got to hold this one a little tight to the chest because I know that. 16 people that are listening really care. But with Nationals, okay, okay. with Nationals, like, and I love the world stage. Not that I have any, you know, whatever. But I hate that Nationals is being, like, overshadowed by Worlds. Don't you get that? Do you feel that a little bit? This year, I at do. The, I mean, at the this higher year, levels? Well, and this year, especially with the, the advanced, there's going to be so many advanced pilots there trying oh, dude, for the team. because Assassins. You know, it's so cheap to, yeah. to do it this year compared to shipping it to Europe. And that's going to be an amazing category to watch this year. It's going to be, Oh my God. I, I, bet there's 60, I bet there's 60 pilots there this year. It wouldn't shock bet? me. I will bet you that you have Let's to, vinyl, you have to vinyl your plain purple. If you lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 60 is probably the right number. I mean, that's, I don't know if we're going to get 60 in, in one, in the advanced category. Possibly. I mean, I mean, everybody that's I've talked to that's advanced is going to travel for the team. So I mean, I'm when to I people at my, all the regional contests that are going to go for it, I'm like, yeah. yeah, you might be right, Corey. I mean, that would be amazing. It wouldn't for shock me, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't. It would be amazing. I hope that does happen. I was going to I figured around 45 to 50 tops. So we're pretty close. I'm going to say 43. There you all go. Right. You're not going to go one dollar. You're not going to bet a dollar. One dollar. One dollar. <laughs> You know, can I can I um, can I say uh, can I can I play devil's advocate? Yeah. Or or can I offer a counterpoint or just an alternative thought here? I actually think that this is not going to be good for the sport because you have people that only want to make the team only to compete at Worlds because it's on U.S. soil, and then they will disappear disappear into oblivion, which is fine. If you make the team, you have the talent. You're making the team. I'm not yeah. I'm not saying that like they don't deserve to be there or anything like that, but it is this weird thing where like. You'll see them make the team. They'll fly for Worlds, and then the following year, when Worlds is in fucking, I, I don't even know. Like, Hot. pick some again. Once probably where they once where again, they filmed some, Hostel. Yeah, <laughs> once again, some far away in Siberia, right? So you got to go to Siberia, ship your plane to Siberia. Like, it's going to be back down to you know, cricket. Yeah, I agree. It's I mean, kind of a bummer. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just like it's kind of a bummer. I do. But you it, shows, always... it goes to your point. It goes to your point, Jeff. It's like anybody, everybody only cares about worlds. Yeah. And like, when did, when did winning nationals not become like a, a great, like one of the best things ever? Like, you know, like to me, like we'll get into this in another podcast, but like you got to set realistic goals and, and who you're competing against and, and your lifestyle, like your, your budget, your, your, your time constraints, Family, job, napping, siestaing, drinking, you know, those all take time. Yep, yep, um, yep. And whether or not like where you're going to place on the podium. Um, but to me, what I was trying to get at is like with nationals, I was talking to somebody the other day who shall remain nameless. But um, what we were talking about is like it would be cool. And I hate saying copying the French, but like their nationals, from what I understand, like they have teams almost like it's clubs. So like Dijon Voltage or 
whatever that's fun whatever nick mcsnap is you know with that yellow airplane so like how cool would it be if like you know like me Corey, and like steve johnson showed up as the uh as the uh panty droppers right and we're team panty droppers. <laughs> that'd be super cool right? that'd be so funny and like you know like it's like it gives you purpose to train throughout the year if somebody doesn't do good at the contest you know you can still pick it up you know obviously you gotta be in the same category and shit or you can whatever but you know, you fly as a team and then you can get team awards. So it doesn't put all the pressure yeah. on you if you don't do so good. And it just creates a different dynamic. Um, and instead of like an individualized aspect of it. Um, yeah. And I just think that nationals needs to like, I think people need to like, like step back and just like realize like it's nationals. Like you're going for a national title. Like you're going to be the best in the country. Like that's a big deal, you know? It's a huge and, deal. Uh, yeah, so like and worlds is, is is epic. I get it. But it's like that's just a that's just to me that's the next level. And and yeah. I'm not going to do something if I'm if I'm not going to go to win. And you know, with worlds like I don't have I just don't have the time and uh, quite frankly like at this point in my life I don't have the money to 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 ship my airplane, go overseas for 3 weeks and and leave work. Like I just I can't. Like I literally can't. You know? And um, yeah. I've just focused on on nationals for the next however many years, to be honest with you, because, you know, if I could be realistic in my goals, like as crazy as it sounds to win a national title, like that's more doable than than, say, like a world stage type of uh, situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, feel- I think a lot of <sighs> people like to get on the, the team just to say they were on the U.S. aerobatic team, you know? Yeah, I I agree with that. Definitely is that. Two hundred team, and then I don't even know how much you know. Yeah, and they drop out. They drop out, or I don't know how hard they try at you know to at the world level. Yeah, and the other problem too is there's really like you know I think that the last advanced team we had was was incredible because we had Rob as our team that never was man. Yeah, we had Rob as our coach who. You know, it's so frustrating how good he is as a pilot. And I would say he's as good, if not better, as a, as like a coach or a critiquer or, you know, somebody to work with. He's absolutely incredible in how, how he explains things. And um, and we were together for two years instead of a year. And the team became close. We trained a lot. And we I don't want to say we would have won. But like if if we did everything right, we had the talent to to win. There's no doubt. And it's yeah. a shame it didn't happen. And the problem I think with some of the teams in it's not IAC, um, but with the US Unlimited team or advanced team is we're not together long enough. And you know, once you make the team, like it's like it's upon the team members to run the team, which the team members should really be focused on the flying and not the managerial aspects of of organizing all the shit, you know. So it's like the structure mm-hmm. is a little little screwy right now. I I wish it was a little more structured. Um, outside of the pilots, but that's what we can do. Would it help if uh, would would it help if the teams were together another year? Oh my god, that would be incredible! But people would get pissed. That what I was thinking: if you could do a team, and then it was a two-year training to go to the event, so they it would work. Yeah, it would work. I mean, and but people would fight it. I mean, look what they did to fucking AJ and Britt over over some. I mean, it is what it is, but like, you know, like people lost their minds over it. 
lost their minds over it. And like, now you're going to throw like, Oh, the U S and limited team is going to be together for, you got two years till you could try out again. It's like people lose their shit, <laughs> you know? And <laughs> I wish it was revolving, you know, like, you know, like how the blue angels, like they cycle people through. So like, you know, there's this like the Thunderbirds too, where like you're doing your tour, but like, they stagger it a year, so people are, are cycling in and out each year. Ooh, that's a good idea. Everybody does two years. So, like, what if they did every three years, but you still tried out for the team that's a really every good idea. other year, you know? Yeah, so it'd be, like, double the training. Yeah, and at least you you always had people training at a high level, um, and there was always this cohesiveness. Like, because right now it feels like, you know, nobody knows what the fuck's going on. All of a sudden you show up at nationals, then you're – you're like, you're, it's like putting together a boy band. It's like a bunch of people who just score at the top are like, yeah. all right, guys, now you're a team. Go represent the U.S. Thanks a lot. Here's an American flag. We'll fucking see you later. Yeah. You know, whereas like if you if you put it together and actually had some cohesiveness in the team and and maybe two years to train. I love that idea, Corey, of two years to train. Go to Worlds after that. Dude, yeah. And let me tell you, like, be in general, if Alice Johnson wasn't around, if Alice and Steve weren't around. Holy shit, would there be, I don't want to say there would be problems, but like they do, they're like the unsung hero of the uh, unlimited teams. And they, yeah, and they, Alice, they hold the whole thing together. I yeah. Mean, that's, with, oh, that's what everybody God. says, man. Shout out to them. Shout out to Alice. Yeah. She's freaking awesome. I love oh, Alice. I go, to, I go to camps with Alice. She's like having mom there, especially during COVID. You know, we couldn't go to restaurants and she'd have yeah. all the food and everything. We just send her a Venmo yeah. for the money and she'd go to Walmart every day. And we get yeah. done, we'd have cold beer sitting there. It was just amazing. Yeah, she was epic. Epic. So, um, oh, that's cool, man. So, any plans to move from the SC? Or are you going to stay in that no MXS or Gen Pro? When I got the SC, Steve Johnson said, you have no excuses now. There's no excuses. <laughs> it's all on you. <laughs> so, this is my airplane forever. Have you flown the NG? No, I never did get to fly it. I went down there to fly it. I flew with Patty Wagstaff a couple days and I was going to fly the NG and they, they didn't have the paperwork done. It was brand new then. So Doug, we couldn't fly it. And uh, so I never I did get Doug. to fly it. How was flying What's with Patty? Um, oh boy. Patty. Yes. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Corey, you just put yourself into a corner right now. You got to, something bad happened. So spill it. We will not accept any positivity. <laughs> Patty has not done. Patty has not rusty in a long time. Let's say. That. Oh boy! Oh my God! I love it. So I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm doing, I'm doing intermediate. So I want to do snap rolls. Oh no, we don't want to snap this plane. <laughs> you know. What? Yeah. No snap rolls. So and then she, that's when I learned to put fuel in the wings. At our school, which makes sense, you know, and uh, but she'll never admit that. By the way. You know, Patty is an air show pilot and she is the smoothest, one of the smoothest air show pilots out there. But yeah, she hasn't done a resty for many years. Yeah. I would call her out to compete against her. I think it's a good time. Yeah. Alan is really good down there um, as an instructor. I love Alan. He's awesome. Alan, uh, yeah. what's his last name? He's got like um, a um, a little cuss suit or something like that, I think, too. Yeah. I, uh, I flew with him and yeah, he was he was good. It's so nice. St. Augustine is that airport is like walking into like Wonka land. Yeah. Like freaking. It's yeah. just so cool. Oh, I wish I could live there. 
it's a fun spot, man. It's a fun place to be. We got a we got a call. Do you know what, Corey? You know anything going? Are you speak to Jim Burke at all? I haven't talked to him lately. Okay. Um, I wonder what's going on with the uh, Extreme Aero Sports now, uh, formerly Southeast Aero. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't uh, seen him down there. You know, since the incident, I just I think he's laying low and just he's getting back slowly, getting back into it. Yeah, There's I spoke to him today actually. What did you There's say, Jeff? I spoke to him today, not about that. Just I spoke uh-huh. to him about uh, candles, literally. Well, not I sent him <laughs> pictures of candles. Um, <laughs> Are you going to make this Rob Holland candle or what, dude? I have it. Dude, I'm ready to buy. I want to. I got to talk to him. I don't know how to approach the 10-time national champion and whatever many – I think of a number freestyle champion. Um, how do you – like, what do I say to him? Like, hey, man. Like, you play you play the the you play an instrumental to a Van Halen song like you put on higher right yes and then you just make a video message like hey Rob it's your boy Jeff what up we'll make this candle <laughs> yo and dude let's just make let, let's let's make this candle I want this yeah. smells like inside tumbles I I want it very badly right but we got to give him we got to give him I don't want to insult him with like a percentage because like you know I'm we're capitalists. We gotta we gotta make that Avi Sport money. So like we gotta give him a percentage of the sale. It's got his name <laughs> on it. And we're gonna sell these point. by we're gonna sell two figures of these, double figures. Oh the truckloads. The truck they're gonna buy the truckload. Oh yeah. just they'll do great at Christmas time. <sighs> <laughs> we should do a Christmas version that smells like fucking <laughs> uh, your inside tumble you know. scented candle. <laughs> yeah. We do one for everything he does, Cobra scented. Frisbee scented. Yeah. Goatee scented. <laughs> who made the goatee scented? Who, who made the picture of the candle? Dude, come on, Corey. You think I, you, you have no faith in me? In my <laughs> my in my technological skills? <laughs> You've got the, the Photoshop? No, it's on dude, it's so easy. It's on Printify. It's stupidly easy. I was gonna <laughs> do one today for Adam's reviews. S- smells like Adam's oh reviews. God. Oh my god! Please do it. <laughs> Smells like Adam's reviews. Spicy rigatoni candle. I was gonna do a um. Maybe we'll do like the never fly midwing scent. I like that. You know what? What scent would or, you do, Corey? Oh, I don't know. Oh come on! The Patty Wagstaff can't fly a rusty scent. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Just laying the dick on the table, just like what's yeah. up, BDE. I would do the two seat, two seat extra scent. That's a good scent. It smells like the one I that like I that. sold. Yeah, I like it. Just, I like it a lot. You know, like leather, leather, um, fuel, and just a hint of barf. Summer yep. barf. Summer yeah. barf. And covered up with Febreze. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes, yeah. and Febreze. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. But um, yeah, I'll do them. I mean, I think it will sell. I got to be honest. I was gonna do like. Oh yeah. I was gonna. Uh, I got. I was gonna do a bunch of like stupid stuff, but I don't think that would sell. But the candles would sell. I'm telling you, we can make millions. Hey Mark, have you ever had anyone vomit in your three hundred? So funny you should ask. I almost had somebody do it today, uh, but thank God they didn't. <laughs> um, I have not had anybody in the midwing throw up in the plane. I've had a couple people throw up in Ziploc bags. I'm super 
anal about I'm very hyper aware of of people and how they're doing. And I, you know, I, I've said it on the podcast and I, I I absolutely believe this to be true. Whenever anybody says they have one more maneuver in them, they don't. When I hear that, I'm like, great. You have one more in you. That's a great time to stop. Um, because yeah. the, nobody ever has one more in them. They're always like, you know, oh, that was too much. And I've had two people, oddly enough, throw up as I'm like in the flare. Like, yeah, that's when they do it too. Is, yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Um, I did have somebody, and this really sucks. So the 300L I flew for the flight school um, put brand new hooker harness. And I'm not kidding. Oh. It, this airplane was offline to put the new harness in. It came online. The first flight, somebody puked all Ew. over the front, all over the harness. And then I was the second flight. So it wasn't my <laughs> flight that it happened. I was the second flight. The airplane had been out, sitting outside on the ramp. I opened the canopy, and I was like, Oh no. Oh fuck no. <laughs> and so I go inside. I'm like, Hey, somebody, somebody puked in that airplane. They're like, yeah, we know we clean it up. I'm like, no guys, no, you, didn't. you don't understand. You didn't. And I'm like, I can see puke on the harness and it smells. So it's unflyable. Ugh. And they're like, no, like you're, you know, you're just being, you know, whatever, like, come on, like you can fly it. I'm like, go, go stick your head in there. Go stick your head in there. And then imagine being in that for a fucking hour. And it was a whole thing. And I, I shit you not, I got him to take that harness off, wash it in a washer, like a, you know, like a laundry washer. And it still never, that thing, that airplane smelled like puke until. Yeah, I heard you uh, can't get the smell away. out, right? You, like oh, it just never, never awful. leaves. Especially when it gets never. hot. Ugh. Yeah. It, what happened it comes with out, me? It doesn't matter. What happened with me, it was my last flight in that 300L. It was a kid's 21st birthday, a friend of mine's, and I gave him a ride. And I'd been up to Russellville, so I took everything out of the pouch, including my stick sack. I have the commercial hospital ones. So when he started feeling sick, I reached in that pouch, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, no. I'm like, just hold it. Just hold it. Put your shirt up or something else. And he, he puked five times. Waffle House. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It was the worst. And then when I landed, his dad had the shop back, tried to clean it, but it just... It you guys take the plane apart. Yeah, I sold it instead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you're listening, that airplane's for sale again, ladies and gentlemen. And you can, <laughs> you can buy this very same airplane. <laughs> if anybody you wants an SC, just go puke in Corey's. He'll sell it. <laughs> He'll sell it. I wonder if he's getting any bites on that thing. It's for sale again? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I Remember we were looking tomorrow. at it like a few days ago. Yeah, we yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My chat. bad. I don't pay attention. Yeah. To that. He puts a bunch of avionics in it, uh, G5s and stuff. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> certainly he's not going to get his money out of it. No, no, definitely not. Um, oh, shit. What was or, I going to say? I'm curious. What the evolution from the 300L to the SE? Obviously, huge, like, a, I mean, a literal quantum leap in uh, capability of the airplane and, and difference in flying. How, how, I mean, how do you feel in the SC now and how long did it take you to actually get to where you weren't thinking about flying an SC anymore and getting kind of getting the habits of the 300L uh, kind of what, what wouldn't fit, you know, and throwing those out and, and kind of building new belt, uh, building blocks for the SC. Yeah. How many hours you got in it? Um, boy, I'm not sure. I'd have to look at the Hobbs. You know, when I fly, I take off. In my box or my practice area is 
simulated box is seven miles away. So I'm going up and I'm scratching and seat belts and stuff. As soon as I get there, boom, I dive in, do some warm up stuff. So I'm just there, do my stuff and back. And so my flights are like 15, probably 20 minutes each time, unless I put a lot of fuel and sometimes I'll try to stay up longer, but it, uh, there's no fly. I do no flying around looking at stuff. You know, it's just, it's all business. And then when on the way back, no, no wasted moment, no wasted and moment. And when I get done, so you see my little videos of me doing my air show stuff. I get five minutes of air show or my play time after I'm done. So I'll just go in and, you know, pull a vertical with see how many rolls I can do. And then do some tumbles and that kind of stuff. But that's just kind of play time, but it's mostly all just figures and sequences. Good for you. Love that. It's yeah, just, you're really uh, you're really working hard at it. I mean, and at this point, I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, the figures, at least from a from a um a, a planar essay standpoint, you're probably pretty good at the figures. And now it um probably just comes together in terms of I mean you said you were working on the unknown because that's that's been the hardest thing. That's probably typically the hardest thing. But what what do you typically work on now? Are you are you flying full sequences or are you just working on weird potential unknown figures or are you putting I'm doing I'm getting I'm I'm printing unknowns and kind of sometimes walking them sometimes just going out and try to fly them like Alan said you know just kind of look at them and just go um but I'm pretty much fly trying to fly full sequences so I'll you know I'll do it like it's an unknown like I got it at a contest and go out there and fly that unknown and try to try to do it and that's basically what I'm going to have to do out of the nationals, you know, they're going to hand me that unknown. So I've even went to previous year nationals and, and printed the unknowns yep. and done it. But uh, Mark, back to your question on that SC, right after I got it, I went to a camp with Sergey like two weeks after I got it, a week or so. So Sergey was like, oh, this airplane's really good. It does this good. Go do this and this. So he was having <laughs> me do these, these triple tumbles, left, rights and stuff. And I had bruises. I on remember my arm. that. I remember talking to you. That, yeah, I that was insane. And they were they were on the ground watching and just laughing. He's like, "Watch this! Watch this airplane tumble!" I'm <laughs> 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 the guinea pig, you know. But he's like, "I want you to learn and feel this airplane and feel what it does and stuff." And he had me just you know pulling vertical and doing full rolls and trying to keep it you know without you know trying to keep the sight gauge right on the horizon, and, which is good. Yeah, learn the airplane. And then, uh, and then we did with you guys were at camp. I got a couple of days in with you guys uh, with Rob and yeah. So, um, I was learning the airplane through those camps and about the time I was done with those, I, I had it pretty much dialed in. Yeah. Nice. And, it's uh, a cool plane. Nice. It is. So it's just, you saw the one where I, I pulled the power back to 60%. <laughs> Thank then, you for that. It, it yeah. did it. It did it no problem. I just like okay, yeah. I'm in the I'm in the 300L doing this. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. Just and actually, it, it, I did the the sequence really good because it was everything was slowed down. It's like maybe I should slow down a little bit more like this. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when you're flying a uh, uh, contest or in a sequence, you don't realize that your mind is like double time, triple time, and yeah. what you think is two seconds is really like you know you see it in the GoPro video when you watch. You know, it's like. Oh, I thought I waited a lot longer, but it's like, nope, no, I didn't. <laughs> when I first got the SC, I'd pull a vertical for a hammer and I go to the top of the box. And Steve's like, no, yeah. no, no, you don't want to do that. That's too much time for judges. You're way up there. I can't see you. So he's got me. As soon as I set my vertical, go to idle, 
and then ease it all the way back to full. And uh, it comes out, the governor then goes, makes that the prop governor. So it slows you down. So I'm not getting, had not even half of what I was on those verticals. Do you do yeah, that, yeah. Jeff, in years? Do you power it, back it, on it your exactly. uplines? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I need all the power with my fat ass in there. You just, you <laughs> just full sand. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need a ton. I mean, I'll get, you know, if I don't space a rotation right on the, on a vertical up, um, I'll, I'll chop the power towards the top. And, um, but that's just a mistake on my half. But um, I lever A, lever B, and lever or what's that whole saying where you leave everything forward? Yeah. Well, and even Rob said, you know, you want to be full. He had me doing some stuff where you know you. I was thinking I didn't want to be full throttle, but you wanted to be full throttle coming down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, he's got some really interesting takes on stuff, but like. You know, but when I was flying intermediate, I was in a, an extra 200. So, you know, I kind of, uh, I needed that kind of power. And then when I was flying advanced um, in the SC, I was flying at 25, uh, 2500 RPM. So um, I really wasn't full power. So it kind of, that setting really worked well uh, for the SC in advanced. Um, and then unlimited, I'm still flying. Uh powered like 75%, 80%. And, um, you know, it's just that plane, it's just got so much, it's so unfair, the SC. Really, yeah, right, Corey? It it's is. just so, it's so unfair how, how good that airplane. Like, you can, what was your, like, when you first got in that airplane, like, I'm sure Foster uh, rigged that he's, he's pretty smart with his aerodynamics um, and rigging from what I, what I've heard. Um, the stops on it, it's just, it's a joke, right? Oh, yeah. It is. I mean, it yeah. just, like I said, when I set that vertical and just do a full deflection roll going up, things just crazy. Yeah. How, how many rolls you can get, you know, on a cold day, just go forever. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's not even fair, but well, um, that's kind of the thing is like, I mean, why, Oh, this is, this could open up a can of worms. Why would you need an MXS or MX2? after an SC. You know what I mean? I know. And I know I say yeah. that knowing that people are converting. I mean, we've seen multiple people, multiple people sell SCs to, to get MXs. Okay? Do you know yeah. why? Well, because we've seen it at least twice because they're going to do air shows, right? Ooh, no. Cause, well, well, I guess one of them, but you know, you see odd, right? Ditches extra for MX. Then you see, um, uh, Jim Burke doing the same thing. And I know Jim wants to do air shows and is going to stay doing air shows. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jim told me that was yeah. the reason he got that MX because it just, it, it's better for doing the freestyle stuff. Doing that, I would love to see that. I would love to see Jim Burke fly his SE at nationals and then fly a different airplane for the four minute. That's just freaking. That's awesome. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's baller that. stuff. <laughs> that is freaking cool. Does odd fly air yeah. shows over there? I think so. I don't think so. Does she? Oh, I thought she? Yeah, I think she does. She flew uh, oh. Bordeaux, not Bordeaux. Um, Broge, what the heck is that? Like fancy air show they do with all the military unveilings? Oh, I think um, I say I saw it online. I thought La Bordeaux La or something like La something, right? Fucking French. Yeah, I, I can't think of the <laughs> name of it. Um, I I couldn't remember if she had or not. I I know um the other what's her face um does a lot of air shows. Um, God, I'm blanking on her name too. 
Uh, Over overseas? Oh yeah. Man. I don't want to try to pronounce her last name. I, I messed it up really bad last time. Astles? <laughs> Something like that. Something like um, that. Something like that. Yeah. Hey, Corey. Yeah, I, I, uh, I would love to see Jim. We got to get him back on the podcast because I'd love to see him compete. It's just like you said. Oh, that reminds me. when we Do the four-minute free in the MX. Yeah, when we sign off, we got to make some uh, IAC announcements that I was talking to him about today. So don't let me forget that. Okay. Um, okay. Corey, I wanted to ask you, so what equipment do you use besides the lift helmet and the airplane? Um, I've just got Alpine Star gloves, and I'm waiting for my gloves to come from you guys, my test gloves. <laughs> I did not I did not get your order, and we cannot afford to sponsor lift pilots. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't if you don't order within a week, we'll and you do end up ordering, we will send you two lefts or two rights or <laughs> yeah. a large and a small. <laughs> or one missing a finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I will throw up on the gloves and then send them to you. <laughs> I tell you, you know, I, I started wearing the Alpine. started wearing the Alpine stores. I just love my gloves. I don't know why. I guess it's yeah. winter when I started. And I just, that's part you of my thing. Put my helmet on, put my gloves on, and away I go. But uh, otherwise, it's... Uh, I what about shoes? Like, I dress like Rob. I got uh, tennis shoes, shorts, and a t-shirt on most of the time. You don't have lift shoes? Yeah. I do, but they're too narrow. Um, That's true. Yeah. You got to fly the, uh, the alternates. Try them out. They're a little bit wider. Yeah. they uh, The ones I got were like European narrow shoes, and I'm like, my feet are pretty fat. I was like, yeah. yeah, like hurt. we're not Italians, dude. What the hell? Yeah. So I wear New Balance. The alternates are great. My New Balance shoes. You should try uh, an ESC, uh, a wrestling shoe. It works really well. That's what a lot of people were saying down at Sebring. A couple guys had the. Yeah. I think Mark, Sean had them or. Marco. Uh, uh, yeah, I sent Marco to. Yeah. That's the one I sent him. He seems to yeah. like them. Yeah. Marco had them. Whatever, whatever happened awesome. to Sean? Whatever happened to Sean? He's Sean who? Sean Broderick. Oh, Broderick? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. with. I, I'm afraid uh, to reach was, out. Rumor was that he is took an airline, a regional airline job. I'm like, Stop. why would he want to do that? You know, he's got all these businesses and stuff, and yeah, he's super successful. And, you know, he was got all his ratings and stuff, but then he got took a regional airline job. I heard, and I don't know which regional he's with. They were Get interesting. Town. I'm like, what we gotta a follow up on that. Yeah, no, we what, were talking it, about corporate whatever happened stories. To 50, whatever happened to number fifty or uh, SC fifty. That he had. I, Who's got that? I heard that didn't Pete. He hasn't sold it, I don't think. I think he owns half of it now with Pete Nassar. Huh. That's what I heard. But like, I'm interesting. Dude, the freaking telephone and third party stuff He's in been the all over the place world. Too. Yeah, like you never know yeah. what's true. I got a. I've been meeting to text him because I just haven't spoken to him. Well. He's an awesome guy. I, I really like Sean a lot. I think he's. Oh, yeah. he's I, a, I had a blast with him. We. Yeah, I don't see yeah, bringing he, stuff. We had a good time. He's no drama and he's, he's a great guy to be around. And he'd honestly like, he'd do anything for anybody. He's a super, super generous guy. Um, I really like him. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So IAC, um, you guys, everybody listening and you know, I know how lazy you are with going online and ordering stuff, Corey, but um, you got to go out and vote. Um, got, we had Adam on the podcast. He was uh, laying down some, uh, some good talk being a director um, who else are the director candidates? Mark, do you know? Bob Freeman. I already no, voted. Look, yep. Oh, you already voted? Bob's Who'd on you? there. 
Who'd you um, vote for? I can't tell you, but there's some guy they had on the podcast and uh, this other guy that flies air shows that I know. Oh, <laughs> nice. An aristocrat. Let's see. I'm going to. I'm an aristocrat. Um, let me uh, let me pull it up here. Um, all right. Let's see here. We have Jim Burke. Doug, Doug Bartlett. President. We have Sarah Arnold for secretary. Doug Bartlett, director. Matt Dun- Matt Dunphy, director. Marty Fornoy, director. Bob Freeman, director. Yeah. Uh, I got to be honest. Dunphy is awesome. And Adam. Vote for Dunphy. Dunphy it's would good, definitely do a lot. Yeah, Dunphy will do a lot. I know. I think Adam brings a lot to the table, too, because he's young. So he can kind of hit that young target market that everybody seems to want to neglect. Um, yeah. So that'd be good. Um, and I think Jim's doing a great job as president. Can I yeah. can I say one thing? And this would start. I know we got to wrap up soon, guys. But um, you know, there was. It's interesting who talks a lot of shit uh, throughout the year, and yet here Jim is unopposed running for yep. president. Interesting. That's all I'll say about that. That's all. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. And I I yeah. uh, I think Jim's doing a great job as well. I, I just find it interesting. I'm just going to say that without was it- uh, without anything further. Was it Jim's idea for National Aerobatics Day? Yes, I believe or, so. Or he had it, or you know, he got it going. I guess I'm sure spearheaded it. Uh, it might have been somebody else's actual idea, but um, he was uh, instrumental in that. Yes, but that's been. That, I think that's the biggest things that the IC's ever done in the past thirty years. Probably. I don't know if I'm well, missing the something. The thing they do is when they, I did my first contest at Snowbird, they send you a whole packet. You know, get your start what? and all this stuff with a mug got mug and all this stuff signed that was by cool. Jim. Yeah, I thought that was Yeah, that was cool. cool. Makes you I might like, like welcome to this. Sign up under a different name. I'll be like Joaquin Petrus Petrus <laughs> Petrusellis. Hefe Petrusellio. Give me my welcome packet, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So uh, what you got a mug and great. a sticker? What else you got? A shirt? Uh, I can't. Uh, stickers and uh, is there a hat? I think yeah. There's a hat right there. I still got it hanging here. Get your start. I see. This sounds like an Adams review we got going on right now. We should eject from this. It's been it's been <laughs> a year and a half since I got it, so I just I can't remember exactly. Yeah. What are you looking forward to most with the ISC, Corey? Yeah, I don't know. I just you know I all I think of them is with the contest and stuff. Yep. Do you like boundary judges? No. Thank you. Do you like liars? Yeah, oh, hold on. Do you like boundary judging or no. do you like not like boundary judges? I don't like either. Um, boundary judges are, they need to do, you know, and we, we didn't, we're at one of the contests, we didn't have boundary judges. They all need people. to die. <laughs> it, it just, all you do is do the presentation thing. Like bring it over to the judges, increase the presentation and just put it there. And if you see yeah. the guy way the heck out of there, give him a terrible presentation. Yeah. Have you ever been yeah. called out when you know you weren't out? I don't know. I didn't. No, I, I don't I, think I've I ever been you, called I out. I think you have. <laughs> no, um, you lie, I don't I'll, know. I'll swear I to it. You know, a lot of times I don't even look at those no. sheets. I should look at them more, but I'll look at a few yeah, of the comments help. to judges contest, but I don't look at, I don't look at the outs that much. Oh, okay. I hate boundary judges. I do too. I yeah. just, I think, I think as we get, as we find more and more, I mean, you know, uh, I, I got an email from chapter 38 about, uh, uh, volunteering for nationals. 
uh, uh, judging for nationals and then judges school. I think there's a common theme here and we're seeing this in the regional levels too, is that there's just simply not enough volunteers. I, I think that's gotta be the first thing to go. It's the easiest thing to chop is boundary oh judging. I, I think it kind of makes sense given, given that we certainly, we just don't have the participation levels at regional contests or contests in general to have boundary judging and then have every other spot filled. Um, I'll also say too, uh, do you guys see this? Uh, you guys have been to way more contests than I have because I've only been to one uh, as an observer. But I'm going to say that 80% of the people there participated in some sort of volunteer function. And then there were 20% at least that didn't do jack shit. Sat by the yeah, airplane, didn't do anything. Disappeared disappeared for a while. <laughs> yep, can't find them. Um, yeah. they, they somehow showed up to get their airplane to the staging area. They flew and then... No what do you mean seen. pilots? Pilots that didn't volunteer? Yes. Oh, no. Regional contests I've been to, if you are a pilot, you're volunteering. Because they don't have sounds enough like volunteers. Ca- <laughs> sounds like a California kinda, thing. Oh, lazy okay. over there. So I'm just going to say I, I saw it. Um, it do you have names? Shocking <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not going there. I'm not yeah. going there. There's um, no, there's no uh, way you know, a volunteer coordinator, and when you, they take the pilot's names that registered, hand that to her or him. Normally, it's been her, but she'll go through and then track you down and say, "Okay, what you you mind being a assistant judge or a recorder?" Like, okay, and whatever. Yeah, boundary judge. No, and I, I normally they I, get I people inter- to do boundary judging. All right, I'm going to go through well, the list. Kind of- Andrew Andrew Merkel, Matt Schultz, just stop me when you when somebody didn't volunteer. Marcus, Brooke. <laughs> we're gonna call him. Oh wow! Tonight. There's a lot of people on this. I can't go through them all. Let's just let me, say this. Let me guess one uh, the person. Fact that I ended up. I mean, honest answer on up, one person. Well, hold on. The fact that I ended up as a boundary judge, okay, should should show you that <laughs> people didn't volunteer. All right, and I'm here not we go. saying anything. <laughs> No, no, no. I get what there's like fifty people here. I gotta get one I get one good guess where it's like a yes or no. I'm not I am I my lips are sealed. <laughs> oh come on. My lips are sealed. Now was it Eric Moore? Maybe. Eric Moore would definitely he would volunteer. I'm gonna he, say dude, that guy was doing yoga on the on the judges line and just like that guy was fucking hard. Who was the guy that was telling you, like, I'm not going up there to practice. I'm just going up there to see the box or something like that. That was Eric. That was Eric. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Just crushing right. it. Like, I, don't, I don't fly these fucking bullshit figures, bro. I'm just out here. Just like, I'm just going to go check out the box and shit and then just crush it. All right. One name. He's very Zen. Dean. I am not Hick- saying. Dean Hickman Smith. No, Dean's awesome. Okay. He was working his ass <laughs> off. All right, He's a great Tom, guy. Um. Michael Hart's Hart Hartenstein. No, <laughs> I'm not saying it. All right, I'll stop. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So back to the directors. Uh, vote for Adam. Vote for Dunphy. Um, I, I'm not. By it's the a great list, guys. Flournoy is awesome. Um, yeah. And if I'm not saying your name, I, I don't know you. Sarah Arnold's going unopposed, but she's awesome. Would have voted yeah, for her anyway. She does a great job. Everybody's really great here, though. Like, how do you? I, the only person I don't know is uh, Doug Jenkins. He's the only one I don't know either. Uh, but oh. I, I've I've heard the name, and I'm sure you can't go wrong with any, any anybody on that list. Yeah, 
But vote for Adam just because I would <laughs> we love him. And uh it'd be great to uh to see the meeting minutes. Adam, Adam <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about your thoughts on uh what what we've oppo- what we've uh you know proposed tonight? It's good. I'm excited. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so yeah, so yeah. Corey, well, I think what we could do is we can go whatever guest we have on picks the next review for Adam to do, and then we'll contact Adam. So <laughs> what would you like? What would you like Adam to review? Oh, I don't know. That was uh, pretty good about him reviewing. You know, like even when you asked him about the MX2 versus the <laughs> MXS, <laughs> it was just so, so big. <laughs> I think you could elaborate for a long time on that, you know, all the nope. intricacies on it. It's got two seats. It. The other one's got one seat. I, I like that. I liked how they shared sweat though. Yeah, there was a yeah. lot to talk about that. The shared sweat candle, that's the next one. That's okay. a good one. That's a good one. My biggest regret, yeah. uh, I didn't get to ask Adam if he had smelled the seat. For Rob's farts. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to know. We'll find out. Maybe it'll be the next scented candle. In the last... Um, uh, Rob Rob farts. In your last last episode, you guys talked about somebody did really shitty in one of their sequences and just flew away to another airport. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a true story. At the Rome contest, there was a, a pilot in Sportsman, or Primary one of the two they called him down because he was dangerously doing he was doing a spin and got in I hate spiral that. and spiral and they called him down Ooh. and he I was so pissed he did he didn't fly away but he came back and he just and everybody pissed at just, himself did, or pissed at the contest pissed at the contest and the judges and stuff and are you so kidding me anybody that talked to him he was just f you I'm, I've been doing this for 20 years, you know, oh, I'm no. an instructor and stuff. And he wouldn't take the constructive criticism at all, you know, and the that judges are like, like harnessed, like, Hey, you know, you got to do this in the spin. You know, it's a one turn spin, not a two turn out of control. <laughs> you know, that's why we called you down and he ended yeah. up leaving the contest early. Cause he, uh, he was just so upset. And <laughs> I was like, geez, wow. and that's one thing, one thing you learn when you go into this, and when I got into the competition thing, you're being critiqued constantly, you know? People are bashing yeah. all the time. You know, hey, you suck today. Hey, it's like, how do you get mad at that? It's like, hey, man, like, um, I know you don't want to see me die, but you're an asshole. Yeah. Obviously, like, yeah. you're just looking out for your best interest. I mean, Can it sucks. Can you imagine doing but- that and then saying you've been doing this for 20 years and you're an instructor? Yeah. You're like, it's scary. Well, that makes it worse, bud. It's really scary <laughs> seeing people get get uh whatever you call it like uh not wound up in a spin but just discombobulated what's the right term i'm looking for here mark like when they can't disoriented yeah and like you see it and and oh man i've had i said i saw it one time pretty bad and i was like oh you can see that uh that scared you 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 can it's almost like you can see their face through the airplane and you can see their emotion through the through the like through flying like when brit when Britt made that mistake, that was a that was just a fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wouldn't say there was panic or fear, but I have seen that where somebody's spinning and then something happens or hammer uh, hammer spins, 
and you can feel the panic through their their flying of trying to recover and it yeah. is nail biting and terrifying for those you know that half second or second where they're trying to figure it out and then they you know uh hopefully write it and 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 move on you know but yeah freaky man yeah i was watching somebody do inverted spins and they uh they tried to uh flatten it out to basically uh slow the rotation and the altitude um loss and they didn't take the aileron out and it just kept going and going oh god and um and they had a power and they had a little bit of power into it too so it just wouldn't come out and then finally they chopped the power and i was like but yeah it was like it was fucked up man it was really scary i'll never forget what, that what kind of airplane was it um i forget it was a two i don't know if it was a c or a b um but yeah but yeah it was freaky really scary but that's what one thing they, you know that c it'll do whatever you tell it to do like right yeah now. <laughs> it's or like just that's the power amazing. Just- yeah, the power. yeah. The power take your hands off, and it would yeah. fix itself. But it is that, so amazing. Whatever you tell it to do, it does it, and it does it right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of a thing. The thing about extras, and I'm not saying that you can't get yourself into a situation where um, this wouldn't happen. But I am actually amazed. And knock on wood, this never happens to me. Now that I say this, but it is it is kind of amazing to me that people spin extras into the ground. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I will say that the pits. All day long, I, 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 you have to be on that airplane. You have to recover properly. If you don't, you'll cross it over. It's got a terrible reputation and a bad attitude when it comes to spins. The extra, man, I've seen people wind these things up really, really oddly and try to recover. And if they just let go and pull the power, that's it. Or even just mush the controls, it seems to come out. Whereas uh, I'm like watching this, I'm like, if they were in a pits, they'd be fucking dead right now. They'd be yeah. dead. Do you think a lot of it is because is the uh, people don't really understand the aerodynamics going on and and what's happening to the wing? You think a lot of it's that and and why they're not recovering outside of them not knowing which uh, which way the airplane's rotating left or right? Yeah, I I actually yeah, I, I I think so because honestly, I have I have gone up and played with the extra uh, with the L and the mid wing of improper recovery inputs. Because I like teaching improper recovery inputs to see what it will do. Like I used to love doing crossovers in the pits because they were so easy. You could duplicate a crossover spin in a pits 100% of the time. It was very easy. Uh, this airplane, it doesn't matter if you push the stick forward or pull the stick back given uh, upright or inverted spins respectively, right? For the for the, uh, the, the uh, elevator recovery portion. If you're still spinning, if you're still rotating and you don't have power in it, it'll recover. So like it kind of doesn't matter which way you're spinning. I, I honestly wonder if people are just literally I, I think power is probably the big one. If you're spinning, you know, to the left upright or to the right inverted and, and those left turning tendencies are accelerating it. I think that's where people get wrapped up. And, and yeah, if your recovery inputs aren't aren't on point and your power still in it, it's not going to recover. That's like yeah. pretty much the only time I've seen. And you guys, uh, you and Corey can correct me uh, if you've seen something different, but. That's kind of the only time I've seen an extra not recover. I mean, immediately, instantaneously, is yeah. when there's power involved. It's such a stable well, in plane. The, in the SC, when you're spinning, if you put the other opposite rudder, it's going to stop right now on the rotation. <laughs> and then you give it a little yeah. bit of yeah. stick forward, and it's like, boom, you're out. Yeah. yeah, it's such a point-and-shoot airplane. It really is. Like, it's just, it's not even think, fair. It's not fair. It's not. I think a lot of, <laughs> I, think, I think all extras are like that for, 
<laughs> on some level, though, I think a lot of extras are like that. Now, I don't like the role characteristics of the L compared to the midwing, but I, dude, so much of this is like stop a, stop it with the rudder and and point it with the stick, and it just goes there. Yeah. You know, now the SC is going to do it way better, clearly. Um, yeah, you got to come they're up amazing and fly mine, man. Yeah, I want yeah, you Mark, so bad. I would love to. And then wait till you do a snap in the SC and see how it's just so easy. <laughs> I'll just be giggling like an asshole the whole time. And then I'll come back and put this piece of shit up for sale. Yeah. What's really funny is like, you know, it's, it's the ailerons. Like, so I don't know if you agree with me or not, Corey, but like the SC, like you either it's to me for the most part, it's, it's full deflection or not full deflection because at, you know, at, at a decent speed at the breakout force, it's hard to like be consistent with doing like a uh, half deflection or something like that. And, um, you got to kind of like commit to, to the role. It's kind of what I'm getting at. And, um, somebody came up to fly my airplane for, um, and the guy's awesome. I, it's first time flying an SC. It was, uh, they did like an AOPA article on the, uh, the new SC and he went out and fly, flew it and <laughs> went to go do some point rolls. And it's just like, <laughs> it was, uh, it was interesting. You should watch it. It's pretty funny. He didn't, <laughs> awesome. Was he using full deflection? Uh, no. That that was oh. the uh, sorry I, I left that out. So um, yeah, he was trying to do like half deflection, but it's like oh. you go to break out and it wants to go full, and then he tries to bring it back. And oh no, <laughs> it's just like yeah, you got it. Yes, full deflection, <laughs> and that's what took me a while to get used to how fast it goes. You know, so it's just like bam, bam, bam. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Mark, please Amazing. fly my airplane. I'll fly your airplane. You fly mine, and then Deal. we'll go. We'll, we'll just we'll go beat the crap out of Macha's midwing. <laughs> deal jeff how many how many feet of p-strip do you have on yours um zero i have zero <laughs> i am p-strip free i am uh p-stripping <laughs> no i have a um i'll send you a picture um i have a uh beveled piece of wood about okay. uh what's the measurement on it i think it's three eighths um three eighths wide uh and kind of curves up and it's six inches and it's directly on the aileron behind the spade. So it does and the exact I, same thing basically. Yeah, I was, um, I mean, I'm not an expert in aerodynamics, obviously. Uh, but my feeling is that at different speed, the P strip is flexing mm. and turning into different shapes and maybe, uh, could be making the airplane feel different. Um, so I switched to this, this wood thing and at higher speeds, it seems that my center is better. Oh, nice. Because I think that at, at higher speeds, the uh, the P-strip was deforming and not having the same effect as like at 140 as opposed to a higher speed. I saw Goulian did all this testing. And then, so I've copied exactly his P-strip when I first got it. <laughs> That's yeah. what I've looked at and I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like you can, if you add a lot of P-strip, you're going to get a great center. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Goulian's yeah. got a special, yeah. he's got a, I'll let him tell it if he wants to, but um you know, you can just look at pictures of it as see, and you'll see that the spade is is uh, a lot different than the stock spades. Oh yeah, I think that has a lot to do testing, with testing. They were just tweaking the spades and doing all that. Yeah, yeah he's got a different that, shape. But... <laughs> yeah, he's got a different shape. He's actually, I'll send you just um, not a schematic, but my spades are actually slightly bigger than the stock um, SC spades. Huh. Um, yeah, I happen to like a lot of people switched after flying my airplane, like. Uh, Dunphy switched. Well, AJ doesn't have spades. Dunphy switched. Uh, Johnny Wacker switched. And 
I'm trying to think. I think there was a third guy who who liked the way this, my spade was too. Um, but it's a little bit more breakout force, and um, I don't know. I like it. It's it's all what you like, man. You know. But back to the piece yeah. stripping. You know, I don't. I, I mean, I guess it's what you like, but like, I you know, I see like. <laughs> Some of the airplanes is like literally like ten feet worth of piece strip on an airplane. Like, like Rob's? Fuck? Yeah. Um, no, 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 not even Rob's. Have um, you seen what Rob has though? I mean, when we we're at Union City, yeah, that time I was looking, I was like, oh jeez, how do you? Oh yeah, he's sponsored just, by like and- Anderson Windows. Yeah, when you let go, of it, it was, <laughs> let go of the stick, it just pops to neutral. Yeah, he takes his aileron off in the wintertime to put under his door to gap seal it so the cold air doesn't come yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, shit, man. If he shows up to the Kathy Jaffe contest for the first time, I'm flying uh, unlimited. I hope he does. I would fucking. I'd fly home. I'd attempt the sequence and then fly home. I'd be that. I'd, <laughs> I'd do what we were talking about. <laughs> you got enough gas in the you should land. Yeah, it's just in Jersey. I could definitely make it. You should land and then just get out of the airplane. And then when, when, when somebody's like, Hey man, why'd you like, why'd you wag out and like stop early? Just be like, you know what? Fuck you. I've been doing this for 20 years. You don't tell me shit. Fuck all of you. And just <laughs> yeah. start, just start going off on people. That, or I can just make friends with the registrar or like find some tech savvy kid to hack into the system and give me better scores than Rob. So it shows I beat him. Yeah. I like that. You know, because there's not going to be or that many funny, people there, or like rig it, rig some, like do like a really subtle rig, where like you get his free, but then you put it on uh like non IAC letterhead or whatever it is, and so yes, like, it doesn't get approved. <laughs> yes, yes, or give the judges like the wrong freestyle, so they're just zeroing every figure on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he lands. He's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Dude, you you." This is the freestyle you submitted. He's like, I didn't submit yeah. that shit. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a you problem. Ninety thousand K figure. <laughs> and then, like, I'd be crying. I'd be like, Jeff, what happened? Like, you, there's what happened? I still lost. He still beat me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be funny. Nobody would believe me though. Like, if I won, that's the sad part. If I like, if it showed that I won, they'd be like, Nah, this is a, obviously this is a clerical <laughs> issue. Like, there's this, no this way. Is, this is an error. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> when was the last time Rob did a regional contest? Uh, out in uh, by your uh, California. By the, no, no, no. He did. Um, he did a uh, Spencer. I think this last uh, when uh, a couple of years ago against Ad- uh, against um, Aaron and Craig Gifford. Huh. Hmm. He did do that. Was, huh? Yeah, it was the first year Aaron was flying unlimited, I believe. Uh, so 2019 ish. Okay. Yeah, and it was right. It, I think it was right before nationals, or it was a. I don't know. It was some type of fucking thing going on. But yeah, I wish he would fly more regionals. Yeah, but it, you know, obviously he's got to fucking make he, money and, yeah. and do his he's own got shit. The time too. I don't know what that fucking asshole does all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's, weekend. What is he doing every he's, weekend? He's working yeah. construction and pocketing peace strip for his airplane. That's what he's doing. Stealing yeah. off the job site. Just <laughs> slinging that weather stripping. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I love it. That's All the, right, that's the busiest man in the world, right there, man. It's fucking midnight in New York right now, so I gotta get going. I can't. I can't Let's keep get the hell out of here. Talking about Yankee candles and peace stripping windows and Bobby Holly here. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's it's time to go to bed. Corey, where where can people follow you uh, on social media to watch uh, watch your journey? Uh, I've been on Facebook and uh, Instagram. I started Instagram about a year ago. And uh, I love your videos, by the way. They're awesome. Yeah, dude. I, said, I, I do the videos of my playtime because my hours and hours of doing sequences would be so boring. <laughs> so I put a little smoke in there once in a while and smoke oil and go yeah. have fun. But gotta have a little. Yeah, you gotta fun. have a little fun with it. Yeah. Can you do? Can you do me one favor though? What's that? Can you make a video that will get the Facebook Aerobatic Pilots group all riled up again and start? Trying to hate on you? I will try. Because that, yeah, that just, was so much fun seeing people get so bent out of shape. <laughs> you know, but you know, I don't. Someone, I don't think he'll be able to do it now. No. Why I not? Think, he's the real deal, dude. Yeah, I don't know who's. No, no, no. I, I said the fake to fake it. <laughs> oh. I'll go do something that you know that's really stupid looking, like I'm gonna crash and then. Well, we'll we could Photoshop something. Like Photoshop, like a. Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't know. We'll think of something. So I put on there. I, I was I was stuck, I was stuck in a flat spin, but nobody believed me. Oh shit! I did the flat spin through the hole in the clouds. Oh my god, that'd be great. You, you do that in your anyway. SC. That SC, you you reverse the controls, bring a little power, and that thing just takes forever to come down. It's just yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah. Oh man. So it, anyway, that's just my one request. But you do you. I love do it. What you want? <laughs> I love it, Corey. Thanks for so uh, for coming on, dude. This was a this was a ton of fun, dude. We talked. Yeah. To, we we get shit. We're two hours in. We can keep going. I know. Jeff's got to come back. Little baby, baby Jeff's got to go to sleep. Yeah, I got to fly tomorrow. Hopefully, that's not that new lift helmet, Corey. By the way, you'll probably oh, yeah. end up buying the uh, the new lift helmet. It's really. Um, with the visor, it's really nice. I'll send you some pictures of what I did to it. Okay. Yeah, send me. I, I, just wondering how you like the new visor thing. I love it. I really love it. I made a uh, a little bit of like a custom stop, and it came out nicer than I expected. Right, Mark? It came out nice. Yeah. It looks really probably, good. Probably keep mine another year or so, but or until I change my my wrap. Mark will buy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put I'm a ready. green wrap on his. Are you going to yeah. change your wrap? Not to keep you on the podcast longer. Maybe. I mean, it's a wrap, so I can. You know, I may th- see a cooler paint. That's a nice part about it. Thing. I'm like, hey, I like that. It was kind of yeah. like, uh, what's uh, Adam that does their shows? Um, he changed his wrap. He had all the like cartoon figures on there. And now yeah, he's Adam got Baker. A, oh, I love that guy. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah now he's got yeah. a uh, really cool, very contemporary looking wrap on there now. Yeah, that's the best part about wraps. Oh yeah, sick. Yeah. Well, let us design it for I'll you. It. We'll do it. <laughs> don't do that. If you want it to look good, don't let us design it. Uh, and make it like a spicy rigatoni all over it. I love it. Did I you see it. the nationals all last right. year when I was with Aaron and uh, I had my fly cool shit shirt on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was awesome. <laughs> I did a picture with it. <laughs> By the way, we, need, we do need to kind of bring back on the podcast. Um, we need to, we need to really dive into, and I know we got to go. Um, and this will be the last thought, and maybe we'll revisit this <laughs> next week. Is uh, we we really need to kind of dig a little deeper about how Aaron McCartan and Jim Burke are the exact yes. same person. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We do, uh, we do need to kind of revisit that. It, it bears revisiting. It's an easy Halloween costume for both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go as each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still think they might be the same person. I'm not sure. We, we, we just, we, you know, have we ever seen them really in the same place together? And, and I mean, really, you know, there's mirrors, <laughs> yeah. a lot of special effects. Now I think everything's kind of, you know, fake and Photoshopped. Yeah. You, know, you never really know. Either that know. or there's an Eskimo brother somewhere in the midst. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep investigating and uh, we'll, we'll, report, <laughs> we'll give an update next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, guys, let's get out of here. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you to Lift Aviation for sponsoring the podcast. Go to liftaviationusa.com. Use the promo code FLYCOOLSHIT for 25% off your order. Uh, that's 25. most items, not helmet. But yeah, you want some shoes, you want a kneeboard, you want some sunglasses, 25% yeah. off your order. Uh, buy some shirt, flycoolshit.com slash merch. Um, we didn't even talk about the gloves launching, but head over to avasport. Is it avasportusa.shopify.com? Just go on the uh, Facebook or, Inst- or Instagram and it links up. It's the yeah. best way to do it. Um, I, I, I'm having are a lot of trouble remembering um, the website. Yeah, avidsport.myshopify.com is the website. Head on over yeah. there, buy some gloves. Uh, we have a giveaway going. If you go to Avisport, at USA on Instagram, uh, like the page, tag two friends. We're going to do a giveaway of two gloves here coming up on yeah, we'll uh, do a- December, July 25th. Yeah, we'll do a live drawing next week. Yeah. No, it, it's not till the 25th. Uh, so we got another 11 days. Maybe we'll send them all the names to Adam and let Adam pick. What do you think, Corey? Good. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's, the yeah discount like code on the, what's the discount code on the on the gloves? Corey Ooh. gets nothing. 25. Fly, fly cool <laughs> shit. <laughs> we do need a glove. We need a glove discount code. That's a good point. You know... We'll have to think about that. You know, Although Corey. They're so discounted. They're so discounted. They are. We should be charging like $100 for what these things cost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving back to the community at this point. I hope that you love them, Corey, and that, I don't know, I can't take them away after you buy them. But <laughs> just let us the know what you gloves. think of them. I wear them all the He's time. Gonna- Social media influencer on uh, your gloves. Oh, there we you'd go. Be better, you'd be better than half of the influencers out there. Trust me. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Corey, thanks again, dude. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, we Corey. Really appreciate you coming on. That was, real, right. oh, this was a Th- lot of fun, dude. Thanks for having me. It was, it was a good time. Yeah, dude. All right, guys. I'll see you in uh, Nationals. All right. Sounds good. Good night. Or, oh, or Jersey. Maybe I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll have to show up to Nationals then. Come hang out with you. You guys, guys. are both going to be at Nationals. I know it. I think so. I think so. We up with the video yeah. camera. We, yeah. I thought you guys already talked about that. You're going to do the YouTube. We got to do it. A, we talk about a lot of things. I don't know. Bobby Holly. <laughs> Bobby Holly keeps track. I think we're up to like number 87 of things that yeah. we said we were going to do that we completely haven't. If, we Don, if the Don is going to nationals, I don't think Mark and I have a choice but to go to nationals. Oh, we have to. Yeah. That would be sick if he went. We got to get him back on too. All right. Yeah. We can keep ADD in this thing into oblivion. <laughs> Um, squirrel let's get out of here yeah Um, thanks for listening guys and uh, we will catch you guys next week thank you for listening to another episode of fly cool shit 
be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 